Panago Pizza presents S-D-P-P, the Steve Dangle Podcast, with your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Well. Well. Who wore the crown, guys? Mm. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Why not pour yourself in a friend of Crown Royal? We're going to talk about who wore the crown. Where we, with the help of you, recognize one Leaf player. Each show gives us everything for the blue and white. It's our town. It's our crown. And it's not about what you have, but what you give. Let, let's crown a Leaf that lives generously by giving them giving it all for their team. And it's brought to you by friends at Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Why not get into it? Uh, this is a tough one. Why not? Sorry. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm dropping the ball. <laughs> Jesus, Lord. Let me have this coffee. I actually when, should have made a coffee before the show. Whenever you guys say why not. Why not? I can't help but think of that Hillary Duff song that's like, why not? Take a crazy chance. Oh, do you remember that song? Oh, yes. I do remember yes. that song. The Disney Channel song? Yes. And every time you say why not, I think of that. Why not? She does make a good point. <laughs> why not take a crazy chance? Why not do a crazy dance? It's true. Why, why not beat the Boston Bruins in overtime? <laughs> why not? Why not? Because they're pretty good. But they did it this time. So, uh, Crown. Crown. Yeah, who did you give it to? Who are you giving it to? This is tough because I think there are four worthy candidates. Oh. Uh, I am going to say one, and I hope you guys pick a couple of my others. Uh, Frederick, I know, Frederick Anderson. Mm. He 100% deserves it. Uh, we were calling him out, and his numbers were calling him out because mm-hmm. they haven't been good. It's also, what, seven games into the season for him? So that's nothing. Uh, easily his best game. 42 saves. The biggest reason they won, 100% got to give it to Freddie Anderson, who looked solid as a rock. My crown, without getting too deep into it right now, goes to one Sir Michael of Babcock. You're 100% right, dude. And that is 100% because right. of the QB sneak putting, uh, flipping uh, Nylander and uh, Marner on Oh, lines. it's a lot more than that. We'll get into it. But I'm he giving, had a great game. I'm giving to him for that, for this, because it's the thing we've all wanted to see. It's the thing both players want. And because we wanted it forever... We've only get we only get it for forty minutes because mm-hmm. he'll probably switch it back next game. But you know, oh. for the time that it worked, it really worked. It was twelve and a half minutes, five on five. That's all we got. Does that include overtime? Probably no, no, right, that's no, three no, on no. three. That's five on five, like oh. specifically five. If you count okay. uh, four on four and uh, overtime, mm-hmm. I think it com- bumps up to fifteen or sixteen. Okay. So it's not still not even that much, but still. They they uh, swapped with Nylander a few times, but mm-hmm. Marner played with Matthews more often than he didn't. Yes. Yeah, 100%. that was good. Jesse, who do you give the crown to? I'm going to do a little something different with my crown today. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> See, I like to read our friend uh, Ian Tulloch after every game. <laughs> okay. I'm crying out loud. Because he likes to do a little thing called the Leafs Report on, I mean, on The Athletic. Let's... For, Four ninety nine a month regular price, I think, something like that. Boo. Usually you don't pay that because you get like a nice discount or something. And he does dry, he does grades every. Is your is your crown behind a paywall? It is behind a paywall technically, well, but you know it is what it is. Four ninety nine a month to find out who Jesse's crown was. <laughs> and he and he gave William Nylander two stars for this game. Out of five? Wow. Out of five, yeah. Cool. Just a little disappointing. Just learned Ian Tullock's a bastard. Right? He wasn't really happy with uh, how Nylander drives the play. 
You know, he wants him to be more aggressive about getting into the offensive zone, which I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jeff O'Neill made a point earlier in the season, like, you know he's going to curl back. He's never going to drive the net. Exactly. And ever since he pointed it out, I'm like, it is a little concerning <laughs> that he does it every single frigging time. <laughs> Isn't it funny when somebody says something about uh, a player in a game, like a professional athlete, and, and, then, and then you see it happen, and you're like, oh, he's going to do the thing, and then you see it happen, and you can't unsee it forever? S. uh... Mrs. Dangle ruined Ron Hainsey in his first game as a Leaf. Why? How? She points at him and goes, "What's up with his skate lace or skate tongue? You know how it like it's got yeah. that sad old dog ear thing." <laughs> and every game, I was just like, "All right, Hainsey with the puck, fix your skates!" And here he goes. <laughs> we did like, that with J- JVR and his mouth guard. I never really noticed his mouth guard until she's like, "Why does he keep doing that?" It's see, that's different because like every American development system player does that. Ron Hainsey's the only person who wears, like, used skates in the mm. NHL. <laughs> Ron which, is, I mean, that's cool. Dude. It's frugal. Yeah. Whatever. But every time you see JVR, you probably look at his uh, mouthpiece They now. put it in NHL. Yeah. Like, they put it in NHL 20. <laughs> like, he's yeah, bumbling like, with that stupid green mouth guard. It's yeah. him. It's PK. And it's Kachuk. Matthews is going to start doing it eventually. He's American. He has to. <laughs> but when not. He, only when he's All on the American Arizona. players do it. Sorry? Only when he starts playing for Arizona. Only, yeah, in right. America. True. In in five years or the four team that, or whatever, the it team is. that he truly wants to be on. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to follow other Toronto great Phil Kessel mm-hmm. right down to Arizona. Mm. And that so, means McDavid yeah. wants to be a Leaf. Yo, Don't Matthews, Matthews to Kessel for the Stanley Cup might actually kill me. <laughs> 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 I might actually just clutch my chest and die on the spot. Phil so, Kessel's like final season. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to use my crown this week to motivate. William Nylander. No. <laughs> I'm going to give him the crown so that he looks at it and says, I'm going to play up to this crown for next year. I'm doing this for Jesse. Exactly. Wow. Hey, I like so that. he got like the that. crown this week, even this game, even though he wasn't the best player on the ice, but he's going to use this this crown as a motivator to play better next, next game. Adam, can you wrap it up so I can ask a question? Because I have a question. Okay. About William Nylander. Well, I mean, that's who wore the crown this week. However... <laughs> I do need to read some of the listener responses. Oh. Oh, 43 comments nice. on one tweet about this. People care. It's great. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, a lot of people said Marner. A lot of people said Marner. And, you know, Morgan yeah. Riley's name came up came up a lot. But the name that I specifically would like to point out, and this one's for the, the, for the fans. For the fans. The fan the crown. The fan crown has got to go to Jake Muzzin. Interesting. Why? Oh, wow. None a lot of, of picks? Jake. Okay. That's weird. Mostly because he face washed Brad Marchand. <laughs> <laughs> he really, really did. He did. And then Marchand tried to spear him in the junk. Oh, well, yeah. Can you bring up uh, Flintor? Uh, on, sure. On the, uh, he's the only one. Holy shit, he's on it. Um, yeah, how does he catch the shit he catches? I don't know. How do yeah. you even do that? It's it's enough that like you have the video card to upload these things before they happen, you time-traveling demon. It's another to actually pick up on all these things. Well, and, uh, does he have angles that we're not aware of? Like, he finds shit. I'm like, I didn't see that on the broadcast. What does he do? Mm-hmm. He, it's got to be... Well, it's got to be... Yeah, he's recording it online and has all the angles. He must. I don't know how you do that. Or he's just super attentive. But yeah, Marchand <laughs> tried to spear Muzzin right in the junk. I it's if a shame that Boston's going to be without him on Tuesday. Is it possible Flinter's more than one person? Flinter's. Oh, oh my maybe, god! Maybe the Flintor is, is, like is, a, is a company of people. Maybe it's a state of mind. <laughs> Maybe it's the friends we made along the way. Maybe Flintar is the friends we made along the way. Maybe. What do you got, Jesse? 
What do you or what do you need? No, no, I'm just looking up. Uh, no, I just wanted you to show the gif of him trying to. No, yeah, I'll throw it up on screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marshan's a rat. So I pointed out in my video that. Poor Marchand. I, I don't know who provides his sticks, but I don't know how they make money. How do they make money when he he just gives away so many? Here's one for you. I mean, Christmas is right around the corner. It's true. He's Here's one gener- for this official. Well, Here's one for this official. Listen, Here's you, one for this one. Oh, there's two two peers. Just two peers having fun, joking live, around on the ice. If you two live generously, peers. life will treat you royally. Oh, absolutely, right? Adam. And that's who wore the crown for this week. Brought to you by our friends at Crown Royal. Next time the puck drops, why not live generously and why treat not? your Leafs crew? Why not? Why not? Live generously and treat your Leafs crew to a good old-fashioned Crown Royal old-fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> I said good old-fashioned. I'm like, that's the name of the drink. Okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm going to power through this one. You did a good job. Thank you. I think I give you the crown. Thank you. I am stunned none of you gave uh, Dimitro Timoshov. Oh, I oh, wanted to. The crown. But, what, the but best I game think- of his life. It's the best game of his life, but but I still had to give it to Babcock because it had a better effect on the game. Yes. However, yes. however, it is so funny that if we were to put, all of us had put our lines together, hey, what are the optimal lines from the 8,000 people that showed up at Leafs training camp day one? <laughs> hmm. Who are the best f- forwards on this team? Timoshoff's on the third line on the Marlies and Maitre. Oh, dude. Uh, and I, and that, I chastised him during the prospect pyramid. I was like, you're falling behind all these guys. Like, where are you now? And he's been amazing. How, how do you make this team? And there was like a week and a half before the season, they start talking about it as, a, as an actual option, bless you. Thank you. And I, I was like, what, so I'm sorry, where's this from? He, he hasn't even looked good. And then like the final two preseason games, I'm like, all right, there's something there. And then and then all of a sudden, well, to me, the fourth line is Timoshoff, Goche, and Guy right now. Sort of, yeah. Timoshoff has four points in six games. You can't scratch him. You can't. Patan lost his job that quickly. <laughs> yes. And it was it was looking like Patan was going to get it. Now, with with Timoshoff, just quickly. Well, people put way too much stock into one preseason game where Patan was on the first line. It's not the same thing. Sorry. No, what? that was the all-fourth line. Yeah. Preseason game. Um, anybody that covers the Marlies, my understanding is they're not all that surprised about this. But... I have to be honest with you. I watch I watch the Marlies on Saturdays when I can, like I was watching them yesterday. I don't have time to watch them all the time, man. I got other shit going on, so it's so it is a surprise, <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. But you know that's that's the that's the that's what the Leafs have to do over the next few years. It's finding guys like Mikhaev, uh, mm-hmm. this Russian guy, which we'll talk about as as well a little bit later on. Uh, oh, this not, new one, new Russian guy, yeah. new Russian, guy. Um, and and guys like Timoshov who will come in and fill in around the corners uh, of this of and, and like around and the outside bunch. of this of this roster because you have your star players, you got to find value elsewhere. And it's amazing that 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 guy who's drafted what four years ago, twenty fifteen, I think, yep, mm-hmm. has now has now done it. But that fifth it speaks round? to the development of the Leaf system too. That a fifth rounder four years later mm-hmm. manages to do it. Fifth rounders on the whole, don't play much more than about 10 games in their career. And we were talking about, oh, he only made the lineup because he makes the absolute bare minimum. No. No. What a valuable part of this team. Well, if that were true, then there would have to be like a bunch of guys down, right? That He's he's there because he's earned it, which is great. 100%. Now, the Leafs beat Halak and the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't put too much in that. Oh, I, I'm not. Yeah. They at least beat the Bruins. But yeah. if you take every Leaf game with Boston that you've ever seen, this is a mirror image of it. <laughs> Every time yes. the Leafs went up, Boston came back. And now yep. here's the thing. In the playoffs, Boston comes back and wins. 
But because this is the regular season. And they, three on three is the fun. Leafs, the Leafs, yeah. The Leafs can <laughs> yeah. tease us and go, well, but see, we could win. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. And and I don't know if you saw how many times, and I'm doing this, mm. how many times have you watched the last goal, the overtime goal from 2013's Game Ugh. 7? How many times have you watched it? Since? Fit actually broke it down. Yeah, because you've seen the highlights. Yeah. But how many times did you watch the 20 or 10 seconds leading up to that? Have you ever oh, seen it? Um, I had to do that. It was either last year or the year before. I had to go back and watch the entire third period in overtime Ooh. for an article for Sportsnet. Ooh. And I'm watching it. I'm even watching like when the Leafs go up 3-1 and 4-1 and just going, how did this team make the playoffs? They were so, so bad. No but, no depth either. No, no like depth. One line could score. It, no, well, Lupo Kadri, and then it was like Kessel, JVR, Bozak, and And Bozak else. was out. Right. He was out. Cause he was, yeah, because he was the only one who could take faceoffs in the series. And Grabowski was on the team. But, like, but, wasn't allowed to play. Uh, Leo Komarov's last shift in that game came with, I think, 17 minutes left oh. in the third. <laughs> oh, boy. And it's amazing, like, the player he ended up becoming. Yeah. Well, we liked him that year. That was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was, oh, so, my God. So, the reason I'm asking. But the only thing is, if Reimer just holds on to the puck and makes the initial wow. save. In wow. Wow. It's true. It's true. Wow. If, if he doesn't just let it squeak through his pads and squeak off, then wow. rebound control, you guys, could have saved us a whole sometimes you sure. bunch of heartbreak. And sometimes yeah. you have losing, losing foisted upon you by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I will not have you just suspect James Reimer and passive aggressively Jerome again on the same sentence. No. Can I tell what I was watching before yeah, the show? Yeah, yeah, tell him, tell him. So I was watching uh, Brian Burke uh, talk about the Kachuk and Dowdy beef. That was really good. Yeah, that was, was really great funny. breakdown. But did yeah. you notice in his breakdown from Saturday that they're, when they were showing highlights of the Kings and uh, Calgary the first time when Kachuk got into the beef with everybody, Aginla was on the Kings, yeah. and then he was chirping Calgary. That was weird. And it was so weird. I didn't yeah, like did it. Did you think it was weird? I didn't like it. Yeah, no, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was yucky. It was, I f- completely forgot that piece of history happened. I choose to pretend Jerome Aginla retired like five years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, him not on the Flames was... Ugh, was all weird. those years in the avalanche. Remember, he was a penguin. <laughs> and Jerome, a Bruin. And a yeah. Bruin. But, like, he was more of a Bruin than a penguin. Yeah. Jerome Aginla in... Powder blue. This should have never happened. It was gross. Ugh. What do you remember about that? And there's a reason I'm doing this. Pain. What do you remember about that Game 7 2013 play? Do you remember much about it? The actual play itself, mm-hmm. not really, other than, well, one thing that stayed constant. The Leafs have, are doing a much better job, I think. I don't know what the numbers are. Of... Um, Sort of preventing the other team from getting into the zone or, like, once they breach, just quickly dealing with it. But once that other team establishes possession... They have a really hard time. Holy shit. And, they and all, Boston and, are, are better than anybody else at it. And they have safe. since 2013. Yes. And so, interesting that you bring that up because there's a reason yeah. I'm asking. Well, because it would... I mean, that was that was the whole adventure of Reimer. Yeah. Like, it, the puck would just stay in that zone, and you're like, all right, now that it's here, I know he's facing at least five shots. Yeah, and then every <laughs> game it's 50 shots. And, oh. yeah. I want you to go back, and I want you to watch it at one no, one more time. Why? No, no, homework. Because what happens is Cody Franzen oh. clears mm-hmm. the puck. Who had two pu- goals? Cody Franzen clears the puck, as, clears the puck away from a wide-open net with a backhand, and it's a weak clear. So where does it go? 
The Leafs are getting so much better at that, too. Where does it go? Where does Cody Franzen's cleared puck go? I assume the stick of Patrice Bergeron. You're right. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. And into the back of the net. Last night, Cody Ceci, the other Cody. Oh, my God, we're done here. Backhand cleared a shot. Mm Mm-hmm. It went right to Patrice Bergeron, mm-hmm. who got it to Marshan, mm-hmm. who got it across to Pasternak, and into the back of the neck, top cheddar. I had a 19 and a half minute LFR today, and I managed not to be mean to Cody Cece. Uh, we're about to start. You want to see it here, Steve? Oh, God damn it. Jesse. You got to see it. Okay, you, you can't got, put this wait, on the screen. Is this screen. 2013 or is this, uh, this last is 2013. 2013. Watch yeah, this. I can't put it on the screen. I but. can't believe it took almost no, six uh, minutes to finish off this. God I think awful. we still got a minute because it ends at 13. Oh, Phil Kessel was on the ice. It's, That's nice. It's scary. That's nice. Let me know when to stop talking. There's Keep going. It is Berge. absolutely terrifying. Reimer makes a save. No one's there for the rebound. Reimer makes a save. No one's there for the rebound. Reimer makes a save. No one's there for the rebounds. Reimer <laughs> can't one, make that save. Right? It's this one. Reimer but... made three saves. And Leafs had possession. Franzen had possession. Oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I was focusing so, on Reimer and how much four. I love him. Four. Franzen is twice the size of Marshan, and that's not even current Marshan. Yeah, so slow. Watch him he right slow. here, there. What was that? You see that? Oh, go home! And immediately they know. What are the Leaf fans in the front row doing? Are they celebrating? All of them, every single Leaf on that ice. Where is Franzen going? Oh, my Where goodness. Where was he shooting the puck? Right. And Where was he shooting I, the puck? Russia. So when I saw CeCe do <laughs> oh that last God. night, I was like, oh, my God. It happened again. It happened again. And this time, it's another Cody. And I don't understand. Big, slow, right-handed defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, man. It is. And, and you know, I have to say, Bergeron, Marchand, unreal against the Leafs. They're just always oh. so good. Mm-hmm. And pasta. Um, let's talk about Cody CeCe. Yes, can you bring up the ice time from last And now. Because we sure okay. thought we sure thought that maybe he'd be okay. And Sens fans were like, <laughs> uh, you, just, you wait. just wait. I'm starting to think worse than Zaitsev. I still understand the purpose of the trade. By the way. And wouldn't undo it. I want to clarify. <laughs> I want to clarify something. <laughs> Arvin uh, sent me, sent me the reason that Cody Cece had to sign here. Oh, good, good, <laughs> no, good, good, so good, many good. times. Okay, but I'm, yeah. I'm going through this. Because <laughs> Nearly a month he, into the season, he this is good. Me, he's like, I want to correct you on something. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> so it. he said, I explicitly said the Leafs could walk away from the CC arbitration ruling if it got to the point that he would become a UFA thereafter. Um, the confusion arises from the fact that Cody could simply have accepted his qualifying offer until July 15th if he didn't. Uh, want that particular scenario, and at that point, the Leafs would have no options. So at, at least they didn't. Hmm. He didn't accept his qualifying offer, and they were able to negotiate something else. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, he held the cards. CC held the cards. Great theory. Theory. I assume we we're going to get into this as well. The fact that the Leafs have to cut four guys off of their team in a week. Well, maybe not with Andreas Janssen. It might more, be more like oh two. Yeah. But, What's uh, the update there? I haven't seen. It anything. was uh, X-rays are negative. So no break. Yeah. So no, but nothing, I bet he's but... bruised, and you probably give him a couple games off, or especially with the back-to-backs. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. just not good. Does but Cody CC get moved in the Nick Patan deal? Because they said he's available, right? And he's they're oh. they're going to send him down, but they're not going to send him down. They're going to trade him away somewhere, right? D- is Cody CC packaged away with Nick Patan? Then we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and that would be that's fair to Nick Patan. There's obviously there's no opportunity here. Yeah. Um. So it, it'd be nice to move him. Uh Jesse, I love the creativity. Um, they're not winning with, with this player. They're not. So, and I look at this team. And it, it's 
it's so unfair to point at one guy and go, that's the problem. It's so close to being great. It really is. And that uh, if you bring up the ice time from last night. I have it here. The, uh, no, no. I mean the whole, uh, well, okay. The shift chart? What did, how much did um, Morgan Riley play last night? Or no, let's just look up Cody Cece. What did Cody Cece play last night against the Boston Bruins? Uh, his total time on ice is 21.03. Even strength was 17.50. Shorthanded, 3.13. Right, and that 3.13 led the team. I know that much. So he uh, played shorthanded, yeah. 21 minutes. There's your top That's pairing Cody Cece. Wow, okay. That's a lot. How much did Morgan Riley play? Morgan Riley. Do, 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 do. Morgan Riley played. Total time on ice is 25.59. That's a four-minute difference from his partner. Okay, okay, maybe that can be explained by the overtime. Okay, okay. What did Tyson Berry play? Give me one second. Because that's the second pair, so it was less. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, I don't know. I would I would argue they're the first pair. Oh, well, would you? Barry and Muzzin? No. I would argue that. No. They're the well, most, Babcock wouldn't. They're the most complete pairing. Babcock wouldn't, unless. His ice time suggests otherwise. <laughs> Tyson Berry's ice time was twenty five forty eight. Interesting. Twenty five. No, uh, that was all even strength. No power play. No short hand at time. That's wild. That he Tyson... didn't get any special teams. Nope. Zero. Oh well, he doesn't kill penalties, and the Leafs didn't get a power play. Right. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is painful, by the way. Yeah. Agonizing. Agonizing. And, and every Agonizing. time it's like, I, you know what it is. The Bruins are just really good at getting away with it. Mm-hmm. They're brilliant. There's no team. I don't know if there's a team in NHL history that's better than it. There was a. Like they are. They are masters of the craft. Easily missed char interference, and there was an interference on Matthews that led to the third goal. Anyway, so, so and, and, and what, what did else? Jake Muzzin play? Jake this is the last one. Face wash Muzzin. Face wash Muzzin. Who doesn't have to wash his face because his beard scares away germs. Jake he just Muzzin. Goes, Get away. Twenty-seven oh one, wow, wow. That's yeah, Jake twenty-four minutes. Really even strength. Jake, Jake Muzzin's gonna be a leave next year, man. He's staying. Wow. Can people smarter at hockey answer this question? Hmm. Cody Cece's on the second pair. Mm-hmm. I would call it the second pair. Mm-hmm. That's what that ice time suggests. What's the difference between him and Justin Hall, really? I, I think there might be an argument to be made that Justin Hall is a more effective player. Besides nearly $4 million, what's the difference? Why is Cody CC better? And why is he $4 million He better? was drafted higher and he's younger and he makes more. I think that's to, the difference. Ty goes to the veteran. Oh. No, that Justin Hall's older, but yeah. he's not I veteran. think he is older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They are going to... Hopefully, trade that guy into the sun. God bless him. Uh, we're done here. Well, we're done. Like, such a key, like, Babcock really had to galaxy brain that friggin' game. You're playing the Bruins. Uh, friggin' Tavares is out. Janssen leaves mid game. We saw all the all the little tricks he pulled out of his sleeve. Marner's on this line, and Nylander's on this line, and Janssen's out. Okay, friggin' Timoshot, I don't care! And he had Gauthier intentionally taking defensive zone draws against Bergeron, and he won most. Um, because he can win a face-off. Because he can... Now. Now. Because yes. he learned. Because you can learn that skill. He picked up a, a new trick. Yeah, right? Six well, so, years on. So, to that point, 
Mike Babcock, I think the, 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 the thing that you could say most about Mike Babcock after last year's playoffs, especially Game 7, was that he, his inability to make adjustments on the fly killed them. Oh. Absolutely killed them. And he made adjustments on the fly in this game mm-hmm. because he had to, and it worked. Now, again, close game, overtime win. But I think the Leafs had, and the, the Bruins did outshoot the Leafs pretty significantly. Ten of those shots of the difference were on the power play. Wow. So I think even, stre- even strength, I think the Bruins were plus six in the actual shots on goal category, but <laughs> you give the Leafs one power play. Probably catches up. <laughs> like, so, come on. So then with, with Cody Cece then, you, uh, Travis Dermott can't come back and neither can Zach Hyman until right. next Saturday right. because yes. of the way LTIR works. So... You've got two back-to-backs this week. Um, this week is going to suck, this, ladies this and is, gentlemen. This, yeah. is, this is the shit week. This sucks. If, um, if they come out with two wins, I will be pretty happy. you got to hope they win both both front games. I have. I can, can I just say, now that we know Tavares is hurt, I think I'm doing a complete 180 on my uh, Anderson-Hutchison thing. But dude, secure the first win. Yeah, secure the bag. <laughs> you don't have JT. Yeah. Secure the first win. You're not winning now, both. Now, you think the Leafs are beating the Bruins Tuesday? Would, your chances, your chances of beating the Blue Jackets are better. Yeah. At least they're good. They're better. Um, but yeah, you've got you've got the Blue Jackets and the Bruins, which just seems unfair. Uh, and then and you've the got Blue Jackets the, always play the Leafs so tight. They do. Ugh. They do. And then the uh, Sharks on Friday, Canadians on Saturday, which I love. We're going to be second half of a back-to-back. So Michael Hutchinson again Sorry, against the Hutch. Canadians again on Sorry, Hockey Hutch. Night in Canada. Have fun. So, <laughs> Sorry, Hutch. So, But with, with <laughs> Cody Ceci specifically, you have the injection of Travis Dermott into the lineup. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be November before Freddie catches Hutchinson in Hockey Nights. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's so shitty. Oh, well. Do you, in that second game, put Travis Dermott right into the first, whatever, you, if Morgan Riley and Cody Cece are the first pairing, do you put Travis Dermott right next to Morgan Riley and say, screw it? Because to me, it's it's like it's first game back. You remember how long it took Nylander? Nylander never got going last year. But it seems as though that might be a bit unfair as much as you want Travis Dermott to do that. I mean, is they're he gonna clearly have... managing around Cody Cece. It, like, okay, is Dermott going to have any less poise than Cece? Dude, that guy—it's it, shocking. It's shocking. What, no, what do you mean by poise? Po- the ability to not handle the puck like it's a grenade. A- ability to pick up on when the puck is behind you. Mm-hmm. Because what I see every single game, puck is on Riley's side of the ice. They ring it around behind the net, and every person on the ice knows where the puck is. And CC is last. He's last to figure it out. He turns with the speed of the Titanic. And he's second there. Every single game. And then the puck stays. And God knows what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So you put Travis Dermott in because you know he'll be better. Whether or not it's fair to Travis Dermott. I, he, I, I put Travis Dermott there because he couldn't be much worse. <laughs> Dermott's been skating this whole time. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Like he's been skating in North America with the Leaf staff. Right. Which is the difference between him and Willie. Uh, that in a month. Um, so you think he's coming back this week? They're saying it's it's available and they've been skating. Hyman and Dermot have been skating. I don't think yeah. Dermot, I don't think Hyman will be back. No. I feel like Dermot might. Maybe if Yanni's out. God, I hope not. If Yanni's out, you can just you can just pull from the guys you have. Yeah. That's another interesting thing. Uh, actually, a couple interesting things. 
So I don't think so because Tavares can't go on LTIR uh, because he's not out for long enough. Mm-hmm. Janssen, uh sounds like he might miss a game or two. Here's the thing: the Leafs literally cannot afford to call up another forward. So a lot of people were saying Korshkov. He's had an amazing start with the Marlies. Like I want to say five goals in four games, something like that. Uh, they can't afford to call him up, and they're actively trying to trade Patan. Are you going to risk that trade by playing him? If you play one game with less than 18 skaters, after that one game, you get a league minimum player on your roster without yeah. accounting against your salary. So what <laughs> I would do then is I would do that against Columbus tomorrow night. Just, I, this but is that, where you earn your money there, Kyle. Scratch. And Brandon. Scratch CC. <laughs> And, and play, and play. Are we there? No, that, Riley Musenberry, Hall, and Marincin. No, but then he'd still be on your roster. It would have to. Be, you have to have a roster oh. of less than eighteen. Like if, so, if you. Oh, but, and so if you play that game, say a guy gets injured and you only have seventeen skaters, and you play one game with seventeen skaters, then going forward, the CBA allows you to add another player who only makes uh, league minimum. Dude. I don't know, maybe. So, <laughs> if, if maybe. it comes to that, there are solutions, but they'd have to play one game with 17. But then you're going to have to just completely drain one of the players by double shifting them in the front half of a back to back. Right. CC was his best game as a Leaf so far was against Columbus. So, so Patan, that could be okay. you, you, you said you'd be worried about Patan in a potential trade scenario. Well, he gets, if he gets rocked injured. twice a game. So um, they're going to throw dude, him in? If he gets in? injured, then you throw him on LTIR and the problem's solved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. I get That's a ruthless like, way of looking at it. It's weird that if John Tavares was injured for longer, it would solve their problems. It's so yeah, ridiculous. It right? kind of sucks. Yeah. John, break another finger. You know? Yeah. Um, be a captain. <laughs> yeah, be a indeed. captain and break your finger. Um, no, I think, I think it'll be interesting to see how this goes because... Um, if you're Andreas Jans, you've taken a, a real shot off the, the ankle, and that, that will bruise, and he should probably take the first two games off, although they're athletes and they're insane. Um, and I, because I would, I would much rather have him for the Saturday night in Montreal, because they can't have another Saturday night go like that. Like, that Saturday <sighs> loss, that comeback know, loss, that sucked. threw them for a week and a half, and I get, you, like, mentally, it really and, did. and Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley said it, and so did Mike Babcock after the game. Mike Babcock said that game last night meant more to the Leafs than it did to the Bruins. Oh which is my Mike, God. Mike Babcock's way of saying that's a statement game. I like that. And Morgan Riley said the same thing. You he see their was, celebration oh, at yeah. the end for Riley and, and Marner? Marner? That game was like taking a big shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, see the relief? <laughs> you see the relief? Yeah. Total Your lower intestines just clear. Oh, <laughs> just, we beat the Bruins. Thank God. So that's that's the point where I kind of think, man, um, they they finally, it seems like they're they're a little, I mean, the Leafs have been have been soft to start. They really have. Uh, I wonder if they're, starting, game. if they're starting to feel like, okay, now we got our, our mojo back a little bit here. Let's get rolling. Like, yeah. what, what are we waiting for? Let's go. The one, the one thing I'll definitely uh, thank the Boston Bruins for is they woke the Leafs up. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. really, that was the first game they hit. <laughs> like, at all. At all, other than passive-aggressively. Babcock really does not like Jason Spezza, huh? We played. I was because I was just thinking. I was like, "Yeah, Kasperi Kapan." No, wait, I didn't really see much of him. Oh, right, that's because they wouldn't play his center. They wouldn't play him. Yeah. I think he played less than Goat. Yeah, I, I, it's a little sad. I don't know. Do you have the ice time there, Jason? I, yeah, I can pull it back up. What um, if the Leafs? What if the Leafs wave Jason Spezza? 
He's he one of the guys on the list of guys that could be uh, yeah. moved for the floor. So it's Patan, Spezza, Marinchin, Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, Marinchin and Patan have already gone through waivers, so you probably won't lose them. And Nick Shore. Nick Shore has not. Spezza has not. I don't think either Nick Shore or Jason Spezza get claimed. <sighs> I don't see it. Yeah. And uh, Timoshoff, you missed. On oh, Timoshoff as well. Yeah. Timoshoff not cutting Timoshoff. Timoshoff can't go back anyway. I believe he's at that point now where he yeah. did he have to clear waivers as well. Patan yep. and Gravel, Gravel. Oh, are Gravel's we saying on Gravel? List, yeah. I think it's Gravel. Gravel. Yeah. Gra- Gravel and Patan are the only guys who have cleared waivers. Well, Gravel's going back. Yes. That's, that's so it's clear. Patan and Gravel who are going. Yeah. And then yeah, it's so that's to- that's two guys who are scratched and <laughs> and then they have to holy they have to shit, to what more. a mess. Man, if they can move CC, that'd be dope. But do you think so, Adam? Your bet is Spezza clears. Spezza clears, and then mm. we need one more of Hall, Marinchin, Timoshov, and Shore to clear. What do you guys think? You know who I bet Marinchin. Claims... I thought already. Did... No, Marinchin didn't clear. No, Marinchin clears. Uh, and I, by the way, no. are we? Are we... I like him? Yeah, is he That's passable? Like a... He's. He's yes. guy. That's He's a good way guy. of putting it. He. Okay. Do you want him in your game seven lineup? Uh, do I mind him as a spare option? Same answer as last year. He's, He's just guy. Look around the league. Most teams do not have wicked bottom or uh, like seventh guy. Options. Yeah, usually have top two, top three defensemen who, like last night, played twenty five to twenty seven minutes, and that's what happened. Barry Muzz and Riley all over twenty five minutes. Yep. Um, and again, Babcock played it right. Uh, uh, yeah. Jason Spezza uh, to me passes. You know who cannot score a friggin' goal and uh, could probably use a guy like Jason Spezza? Ottawa. Uh, Dallas. Oh. Do, aren't they... Send him oh. back? Yeah. Yeah, Dallas Dallas won a game last night. It was their second of the year. Yeah. Corey Perry with a nice little backhand, too. You tried, you tried that whole hometown thing. It didn't work out. You want to go to the team you played for last year and did well for in the playoffs? Play with a bunch of other old guys. <laughs> you said it was only their second win? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Dallas literally, has won twice. And Dallas is so old, they're like literally the retirement <laughs> home team. Like, it, it, Joe Pavelski is old hey, and Perry Minnesota is old. wants to challenge you no, on that. Just, no, they're the slow team. <laughs> but like, they're intentionally, intentionally and newly old. Yes. Like, they signed old. They're like, yeah, they're was... like trying to fight with the Sharks to be the oldest team in the NHL. It's crazy. Yeah, like I saw... Like, Actually, pa- I'd like to see the Rampage. Yeah, they get P- Pavelski and Perry, and I'm like, man, half a decade ago, this team would have been sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It, Ruba Hints looks really nice, but he's the only guy who can score. So we're thinking Marincin goes down, Spezza since Babcock hates him, he's also gone. And then there's your roster. Cool. <laughs> Still not great. Yeah. Dubas has got to pull some wizardry, man. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm telling you, CC in the next two weeks might be shipped away in a Nick Batan deal. Oh, just fingers like crossed. Fingers crossed. It's funny. That'd be Dallas's awesome. average age, 27.6. Oh. Toronto's is 27.9. Yeah, but like. In but terms which of importance of, in yeah, the lineup. The important guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. How old are they? Interesting. Yeah, th- those stats are always kind of yeah. Because if your fourth line is filled with a bunch of twenty-one year olds, then it's yeah. not or forty-one year olds or forty-one year olds, which the Leafs are. Yeah. The Leafs like four best players: uh, Tavares, Riley, uh, Matthews, Marner. Tavares is the only guy who's older than that average age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake Muzzin is slightly older than it, and then we go down the list. Yeah, it's a bunch of kids. Spezza is thirty-seven, so he he's throwing it out of whack. Kind of screws it up. Isn't yeah. Muzzin the oldest defenseman? Yeah. 
Yeah. I find it frustrating though. Like if how much did how much ice time did Spezza get? Nine minutes, like fifteen seconds, something like that. So cap that what sucks is Capitan and Nine eleven. Nice. Nine hey. So Capitan and Moore to me are guys that need to play. Especially well, against Boston. Neither of them really were able to get into the game. Yeah. So like so why not for a game Nick that was so good. Them? If you don't like Spezza, put Nick Shore in there. It, he wasn't great either. He played Go- eight. Shore played 836, Kappen in uh, 1655. Given the situation, could you move Goat up? That's what I'm saying. Goat, Kappen and more. Somebody, anybody. I thought they were going to, I thought he was going to literally go to the minors. Like, I didn't think anyone would claim him. Hmm? I can't believe he's this good. Goat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't believe he's this good. I thought, I don't know. Bab- Babcock with two back to backs this week. He's going to have to get used to playing some players more than he would want. Is there and some, Spezza should be one of is them. Is there some big hole in Spezza's game that I'm missing? He hasn't looked bad. Yeah. Not really. I'm, he's kind of slow. Not like Shore's a burner. You know? He, Goat, not like Goat's a burner. Goat's skating better. Bruh, he's much faster. Uh-huh. If that guy ever hit anyone with a hit that hurt, the stands would be packed. With Goche jerseys. <laughs> Packed. This fan base is dying for a, pro- a player like that. Well, Frankly, I'm surprised there aren't more Hyman jerseys. Well, look at you, Or Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin. Muzzin mm-hmm. jerseys. Rose hits. People are like, people are starting to go, oh, I like this. The Leafs re-sign him. People lock those up immediately. You're going to see the Scotiabank Arena packed with Muzzin jerseys. Goche did have the play where he's standing over Chara. And he was face washing him. Yeah. That's a thing. It's a that thing. Happens. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> he started. You're such a... Like, uh, you're, Positive you're a Positive Polly. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, hey, hey. You ought to be proud of yourself. Exactly. Going into last night, the Bergeron <laughs> line was responsible for 14 of the Bruins' total 19 goals this season. No. Uh, Holy and shit. they got a couple more. Wow. Well, because who was it? It was, I know Pasternak got one. Who got the first one? Pasternak got two, didn't he? Why can't I remember who got the first one? DeBrusque. Oh, it was DeBrusque. Heinen, Pasternak, and uh, DeBrusque, who scored. Oh, so they got one more. Okay. Wow. So that's it's 15 of bad. 20. 15 of, no, 15 of 22. And Heinen was on the power play, so mm-hmm. it still doesn't even really count. It counts. Power play goals no, count. No, does remember that last year. No, no, no they're different goals. No. They're, they're they worth don't count different. They count the same. No. Uh, it's not how stats work. It's a uh, power play goal is like 15 courses. <laughs> it's not even a full goal. 16 courses is a full goal. Somebody was kind enough to reach out to me actually after the last show and they're like, hey, heard you've been, you know, like ripping on heat maps and stuff like that. Do you want me to teach you how to do it? I could, it's not no, that hard. It's more fun to rip <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. See, I don't doubt the, I don't doubt the knowledge, but it is sort of fun to be stupid. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. I would actually like to learn, so I am going to message that person. Oh, I want to teach you whatever, nerd. <laughs> Sorry, no, I would actually. And they all, it's always so nice because they're like, hate to be that guy, but if you uh, would like to learn, I'm like, don't, be, don't hate to be that guy. I want to learn. Yeah. Um, it's not nerd splaining. It's just knowledge. Uh, <laughs> nerd splaining. Nerd splaining. I don't know. It's a term I made up in my. So head. this is this is Hell Week for Leafs and Leaf fans. There's going to be a lot of stress on Tuesday and Saturday night against Boston and whoever whoever created this schedule. Like this, I, if I'm Brendan Shanahan, I'm making a call to the oh, NHL. Yeah. We have oh. two division games on the second nights, and one of them's on Hockey Night in Canada. Boston and Montreal, on your, and you're the second half of a back-to-back. Yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> but once this week is over, and once this month is over, 
Months. Things, things start to kind of get a little bit more normal. Yeah, because they had 800 games this month, yeah. so there's no choice. <laughs> true. They're ahead so far. They so, have to so if they can just schedule. get through it, that'd be good. It's okay. ridiculous. They end... This is actually really nice. So they end... So the, Okay, there's this week. Mm-hmm. Then there's one more game. So they get Sunday, Monday off. Tuesday versus Washington at home. Nice. Then they get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. They play Philly on the road, hockey night. Sunday, Monday off. Vegas at home. Wednesday off. Or sorry, LA at home. Wednesday <laughs> off. Vegas at home. Friday off. Philly at home. And then, again, another home and away back-to-back with Chicago. Then they get Monday, Tuesday off. And hopefully Tavares is back in time for a game at Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> they get a day off. Boston. Oh, my God. Can we stop putting Boston in back-to-backs? You know what's funny? This month is so much easier than October, and it's still shit. Yeah, it's still not great. <laughs> they don't even yeah. get up, like an easy month. They just get an easy well, they few a, days. Mid mid November, they have a Boston Penguins back to back. Like get lost. Who who hurt you? Why are you doing well, this to the Leafs? I think the like, Leafs have got to make a phone call. On the second half of that back to back, they're not even playing a real team, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. You know, they are playing a so, soft team, but Gino yeah. might be back, so they might be a real team again. Oh my dear God! Oh Adam, how dare you? First of all. Oh my God! I'm looking at January. Looking at January. All of January, there's not one back-to-back. Wow! wow. Insane. Well, imagine, imagine. Holy shit! This team. I'd like to imagine. Anything else on last night's Leaf game? Hooray! Hooray! Yeah. Nice. I'm glad that they won. No. Okay. So you were talking about like Montreal. That game just really screwing with them for a while. What a way to get your season back on track. Yeah. You can make all sorts of excuses. Dude, you didn't have John Tavares. <laughs> like, that's pretty big. But this win, uh, that game meant so much more to the Leafs than it did the Bruins. The Bruins have still only lost one game in regulation, I'm pretty sure. How much ice time did Matthews get? Continue, sorry. Uh, 23 minutes. 23, yeah. A little over 23 minutes. Great. Yeah, he didn't look... People were Can- talking about he sort of looked pedestrian, but like... It's a lot easier to shut him down when Tavares isn't in the picture. That's what I was just about to mention when he said one more thing. Bruce Cassidy, after the game, said it was easy to focus on one line because it was Matthews and Marner. So everybody needs to ease off of Matthews a little for giving for having a little off I don't off think game. they do. He makes $11.5 million. I think Matthews has to dominate in every game, in every situation. Mm, yes, but he's playing against arguably the best line in <laughs> hockey is the problem. And arguably the best, not, there's no argument, the best two-way center in hockey. Sure. I, I'm glad he came through in overtime. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he came oh, through too, in overtime. No, Would have been better if listen, he looked more dangerous at five on five. Matthew's not a guy that can that can that can be neutralized forever. However, right. when you make that kind of money, it comes with that expectation. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes, you Absolutely. are playing Bergeron. Absolutely. Find a way to beat him. And totally. he did. They did Eventually. at the end of the game. Eventually. Yeah. And he's a younger guy. Bergeron's been there before, won cups, been to the finals a couple times after that as well. Like I get it. But also we can't be looking at Austin Matthews like a, he's a kid anymore. This right. is it is now time for him to and I and I I say this because I'm going to get a bunch of shit tweets about this. <laughs> no, you're right. You're but, right. But yeah. we can't we have been treating these guys with well they're kids, they're developing or whatever. Totally. You are 200 almost 250 games in your NHL career. Riley's like 46 years old. Yeah, 25. Like in Leaf played for Carlisle years, he's 46. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's time. 
He's like Marner, a dog. Matthews, Nylander, it is time. Yes. It is time for them to step up in big moments. Now, you're making your, you're making your money. Step up. Matthews knows. Oh, I, I, think he does. I think he knows. And he's been a big game guy for them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not I'm not calling him out, but I, I do want to say I'm not I don't buy the excuse anymore that even if it is the best line in hockey, yeah. you you get paid more than Bergeron and Marchand put together. Yeah. Well, and all oh, it was hard. Yeah, like, not well, quite. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Going to be You're hard. I don't think Janssen getting hurt helped, but no, it was uh, they did well given the circumstances. Now he has to have biggest week of his career. <laughs> yeah. And he's been phenomenal to start the season. Just been yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And there was a reason like Kerfoot was able to get in there and get a goal. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think it's just one game. Like oh, the, I agree. the expectations for Matthews are clearly sky high and it's like mm-hmm. okay, one game he got shut down by a, a one of the line. best defensive lines yeah. in the, and in it will hockey. happen. And it'll happen. Let's not just chastise the guy right now. No, I, I, and I'm not. I'm, but, but I'm saying yeah. that excuse but doesn't exist anymore. A hundred percent. And I'm the, definitely assuming that the childlike joy in yeah. Marner's face. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, he's back. Like I know his point production hasn't gone anywhere. Took him a while to get a five and five point, but like that face, like that's the Marner I know. Why? Why is it that Matthews refuses? Not Matthews. Sorry, Mike Babcock. Why is it that he won't play? Matthews and Marner together. I don't know. Because look, William Nylander is good, is looking good. Zone entry king. Yeah. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't, if, listen, if Tavares can get uh, Brock Nelson, who was it? Who's he got to be? Anders Lee. Uh, oh, uh, Kyle Lockpozo, Josh Bailey, Matt Molson, yeah, like, like if he can get all those guys to be good players, Nylander is, in my estimation, better than any of the guys I just listed from from. The, he is. He's just got more skill. Why wouldn't you try Tavares Nylander for a bit? Not that it doesn't work with Matthews, but it seems as though if Matthews and Marner, they talk about after the game, Marner even said, it's like we know where each other is. Why don't you just try it? What's Which is wild because uh, how on earth would you know where each other is? Because you've never played <laughs> Is it because the Tavares-Marner line was too, so good last year? You don't break that up? Probably. Just because. Could and be. the year before, Matthews and Nylander were the dominant really line. Yeah, I don't know. I, Before we had to Because I don't think, I don't really like the idea of, it was sort of effective for a while, but the, using the Tavares line as the shutdown line, it it helped, but like, you're taking a 47 goal scorer and a 94 point getter out as an offensive threat. Mm-hmm. You know But they're mean? not, because they still, that's the numbers they put up last year. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about like, during the playoffs, right? So, like, okay. I, I think he was like, okay, this line is defensive, uh, responsible defensively. This line is the we line. Mm-hmm. Although Matthews and Nylander never really put got Nylander to play. in that position because Nylander was not going, and he sucked. So, what if, <laughs> what if yeah. when Hyman comes back and Tavares comes back, it's and hopefully Janssen's there. Janssen, Matthews, Marner, mm-hmm. and Janssen and Marner played together for a while last year too, uh, and then. Hyman and Nylander Tavares. centered by Tavares. And Hyman and Nylander played together for a long time. Longer right. than they haven't, actually. Nylander would be on his wrong wing then. Right? No, he'd be on the right. No, Hyman would be... Hyman. Hyman's always left wing. Okay. Yeah, righty on the left wing. Okay. So, yeah, which is impossible for some people to do, like Kapanen, but yeah, perfectly yeah. fine for him to do. Okay. Um, It could be something. Could be something. Could be really interesting. interesting. Uh, I would like to say a huge congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins, who have beaten one 
One real team since last we met. Wow. That was only a few days ago. I know. Wow. I know. One real team, guys. And they Is now it? lead the Metro. Do they? Yeah. Oh first place. Yeah, they do. Um, Five-game winning streak they were on. At what point? Are they really? Yeah, well, because they were until last night. At what point, Stephen? Yeah. Do we get our best china, our best plates? We yes. pull them out of the the old ca- you know the cabinet that all all mothers seem to have grandma's cabinet. We yeah. don't know where it comes from, but a grandma some it's it, it's always been there. It's there. There's a ceramic. Cow. We go in there, yeah. Pluck out the china, put down a piece of crow on that plate, and serve it up to mm, our dear no. friend Adam. God, Bob. that was so long. That was long. When does <laughs> that was so long? When does Adam have to eat crow? Here's the thing, <laughs> you know it's it's incredible and it's funny to me. We could be sitting here kind of saying it was. It was zero wins. I mean, it really, that overtime, you could not get a luckier bounce in overtime right. than, than what Brandon Tanev got. That's true. Right. Listen, you can't. And it's Brandon Tanev, right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Right. And I want to say my inbox was flooded with messages. Can I read some of them for you? Oh, yes. read them. <laughs> oh, finally you for a change. I think I just do a better job muting people, Adam. First off, first message. Eat shit, Adam Wilde. Oh, God. <laughs> Next message. You're a clown, dude. Ha ha. Ten t- pens are ten times any team you like. Beat the Avs into the ground. I don't believe that's how the mm. game went. So shut the fuck up. Crosby can drag any team to the promised land. Just put a ring on it. That part's true. He's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, well. <laughs> Another message, and I like this one. Is the way the Penguins scored the OT goal... Does that make it less... Sorry, this isn't worded properly, but does the way the Penguins scored the OT goal make the win less meaningful against the Avs? You know, you got to <laughs> ask the question. No, I say no. That's the message to me. That's not what you say. <laughs> I say no. I am a Pens fan who watches both Steve and the podcast, and the points that you made about their soft start were indeed correct. Um, <laughs> another message. Go Pens, and Pi is great, you virgin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy who gets it. <laughs> I've been getting so many virgin tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Looks uh, like the Pens could beat a good team. And just a reminder, that's without Malkin, Bukestad, McCann, Rust, or Galch tonight. Yeah, you liberal cuck. Another Did you one, get called that? As a Pens fan, I kindly ask that you keep saying that they are bad. It seems like a good charm, uh, a good luck charm for Teddy yeah, Bluger and Yeah, it seems like it's working. And Jonas <laughs> Bluegers. James, Jared Parker Music on my Instagram, who was very upset, said, ha ha ha, you schmuck, pens win. I don't even think he knew about our show until I released that clip, which, by the way, I think had over 10,000 views on Twitter. Oh, wow. Oh, good. (laughs) He said, I'm not even a pens fan, and hearing you shit on the pens made me think, does this guy watch hockey? Does this guy know who Sid the Kid is? (laughs) Pittsburgh, with one T, not two, starts slow, like two out of every three years. Pittsburgh starts slow, like two out of three every year. They're all, they always come back because they are grinders, all in capital Grinders! Letters. Only team to win back-to-back Stanley Cup since Iserman's Detroit. Sit down. Now that... Yeah, sit that, down! That sit was down. after... That Be was, humble. Hold up, hold up, though. It continues. Oh. Because that, that, that comment happened on my uh-huh. Instagram after the post went up on Wednesday night before the Penn's abs game or Thursday or whatever it was. Then he comes back a day later, so he's comments on the it. same video and said, oh, no. the schmuck saga continues. Oh, so oh, he he's trying back. to make his chirp a thing. Man. So he oh. came back. Oh. Now, that's, here's what I want to say. That's sad. You ever feel here's bad? what I want to say. Oh. What do you some, say? Of, some of the nicest hate I've ever gotten 
has come from you in the last week. Some of the nicest hate, some of the most polite hate. I didn't read you all the messages. I didn't from want you, you schmucks. But it was right. It was nice. Um, the one thing that I haven't seen, and I'm surprised, I have to admit I'm a little hurt. I'm a little raw about it. Wow. I have not yet received a thank you from Pittsburgh. I felt that. Because I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not. I think that you are. I did this. <laughs> I did this. How can we make this about the Leafs? Well, here's the thing. I'm not an unreasonable guy. Well, I'll give you another shot to thank me after this show goes up. But here's why. You know that everything that we make, every bold prediction we make on this show, what happens? We're right. In fact, the equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally the Oilers are seven and one. Hey, New Jersey's <laughs> gonna have a great season. Huh? Oh my god! <laughs> Andre Pavlik's not a goalie. Goes on a heater. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I would love to know the difference in feeling, like between us shitting on your team and us complimenting your team. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. No, I know. I bet the record's pretty bad. Yeah. Now Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So very clearly, I jinxed you into winning. This is me. It not me. Crosby. It me. It me. No, it couldn't possibly be no, me. It the was best me. player. It was this show, and it was me, and it was a jinx. It was Adam and, and here, his big butt. Here's the thing. If you don't thank me, I'm going to have to put you on a list. Oh, my God. I've decided that this year I will have a list. Do you have a scarf? And if the list is on it, if you're on this list, that is, it means that I have predicted that you will win the Stanley Cup. What? Pittsburgh. You don't want me to predict that you will win the Stanley Cup this year, do are, you? Are you going to put that evil on the city of Pittsburgh? Given given that whatever we say will happen boldly, the opposite happens. You don't want me to say you're going to make the playoffs, no problem. That you're going to win the Metro, no problem, do you? Oh, for the love of Permanis, Adam. No, no, say it. Say it, Listen, Adam. Listen, I, I won't say it yet. I've got, I've got my little notebook over here. Oh, no. Believe it or not. It's a notebook. Oh, has Pittsburgh made the list? <laughs> That's empty right now. Oh. It's empty. Don't make me put the Pittsburgh Penguins will win the Stanley Cup in writing. Don't make me do it. Oh, no. Do it. Don't make me do it. Do it. No, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm waiting for the thank yous. Evan Huber, uh, Leah, uh, every Pittsburgh fan that reaches out after every show. I love you guys. By the way, Pittsburgh, first show outside of Toronto that this show actually took off in. It's a true story. First, uh, yes, this is, this non is the, Toronto yeah, city yeah. that the podcast that, that, took off yeah. was really embraced. Thanks to Tumblr. Thank you to Tumblr, <laughs> which mm-hmm. decided to ruin itself. Yeah, yeah. When who was it that bought it? Was it Viacom? No, it wasn't Viacom. Well, whoever it was, they took away boobs. Verizon. And people didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, they ruined Tumblr. What do you? How do you take away boobs and you think can't. you're going to succeed? Yahoo. I think it was Yahoo. I don't know. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So here's what I want to say. This list is more empty. like yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. This list is empty right now. Pittsburgh. Don't make me put you on this list. That's evil. And by the way, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You've won one game against the real team. Leafs have two. People kept going, well, the Leafs did do um, I know. I've been critical of the Leafs. Mm-hmm. What? This isn't about the Leafs. It's about Pittsburgh. It's not about the Leafs. However, I have to give Pittsburgh full, full marks. Nope. They did. Nope. It's an AHL No. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, and their team won. is an AHL team and it's crazy. Crosby. They're actually <laughs> like that SNL skit about LeBron James and the rest of the Cavaliers. <laughs> I pick up his dry cleaning from like... Yeah. Man, I remember that. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. Yeah. It was a Donald Glover bit. But like which team has done a better job over, oh my God, like a decade? Mm-hmm. Well, mm, 
eh, there was a few years that were tough. The last half decade of surrounding, hey, here's five guys who make money with guys we've never heard of. Well, that's the formula, though. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All and of a sudden, Brian Rust in the Stanley Cup Final. Who no, the hell is this? but it's not going to work for the Leafs. You know? No, <laughs> couldn't possibly. Yeah, well, Chicago, dare it, but, Chicago yeah. same thing, except that their guys just stopped being as good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they stopped surrounding them. Yeah. Good players. Don't make me write Pittsburgh Stanley Cup champions on this. Don't make me write Jim Rutherford is a fantastic general manager on this. Oh, no, that's a kiss of death. That's a kiss of death. You already have Jack Johnson and Eric Branson. Jack Johnson. Don't put Jack Johnson first line D. Oh. Don't do that. Ooh. Don't do that. Anyway. Are you a sociopath? It's a tense standoff. I'm, no, I'm just, listen. I'm only doing what I have to and what Pittsburgh's making me do. Don't make him do it, Pittsburgh. That's all I'm saying. He's a crazy person. He'll That's do all it. I'm saying. You know what I do love? Uh, pizza. A good war. Not pie. What? Can I go pizza? I like a good war. You like That's a why, good war? Yes. And that is why Adam we is have to a talk historian. about We have got to talk about Dowdy and Chuck in just a second. But first, oh. I want to mention, if you would like to play hockey with Matt Sundin and potentially Steve Dangle if his back holds up. <laughs> it might not. <laughs> LeoVegas.net. Click on Sundin's jersey. You want to play with Matt's in Toronto? You can. It's easy. All you have to do is click click there. And again, the package uh, uh, includes participation in two hockey play two hockey games with Matt's and other alumni at the Ford Performance Center in Toronto, uh, Delta Hotel, uh, commemorative signed photo, an initiative to a private dinner at Real Sports in Toronto. Steve is stretching his back for some reason right now. Well, so that I can play in the game. Oh, okay. Lunch with Matt's oh. and the other <laughs> alumni. By the way, <laughs> we are going to get a list of the alumni very soon. They just haven't uh, they haven't firmed all that up yet. Overnight hotel accommodation. Uh, and this is November 15, 16 weekend. So if you are entering for this, make sure that you have got uh, that weekend free transportation to and from the events and $300 for travel funds. And if you're not a hockey player yourself, you can trade spots with your guest because it's you and a guest. Also, cool is that play? You should play. As a guy who hockey. sucks and did it anyway. Buy equipment. Is it, it at, uh, well, what is it? Like, it's not MasterCard anymore. The Ford Performance Center. It's there, this area? Yeah. Okay. Did they change the name of it? Yeah, it's is not it the same building? But I don't know. You know, no, that's, we do yeah, know. that's that's Mastercard. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. they changed it to Ford. I the Performance Center. All right. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I remember uh, Rico got changed to Coca Cola, and then this is Ford. That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, I forgot about and that. And Scotia Bank changed. So that's right. Everything's flipping. All the Can't wait till the Rogers off. Center is the Pittsburgh Penguins aren't good center. No. Wow. Yes. Steve have... Dangle Podcast Center for kids who can't read. Good. You know, I have the money <laughs> to go in and buy the name of the Rogers Center. You do. Don't make me don't make me call it the <laughs> Jim Rutherford makes great signings center, you guys. Imagine <laughs> He actually he did until Jack Johnson. I didn't get that one. Imagine having enough money to do that. Oh man. Calling I... it something stupid like PBG Paints Arena or something. Well, PPG Paints is making good money. Yeah, wow. I think they're fine. good for them. I don't, I'm not going to hate on PPG Paints. I know. I just do you to... see the? Uh, did you see that news story about Pornhub trying to buy the Miami's arena? Oh know. my god! <laughs> I hope they yeah. do. What? It, it, it's not going to happen. But they did a petition to try and buy uh, the naming rights to. I think it was the American Airlines Center in Miami. Pornhub. <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. What if? <laughs> That's a tough spot for an owner. What if they offer you way more? <laughs> right? I think you take Pornhub it. <laughs> <laughs> Your job is to make money, right? 
Oh, sorry. It was Bang Bros. Oh, oh my bad. bad. <laughs> see, Pornhub, I could see. Bang Brothers, no, I don't think so. Yeah, they wanted to buy the American Airlines Center where the Miami Heat played. They wanted to name it Bang Bros. No, I couldn't see either. <laughs> okay, fine. What? The Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> what? That's a hard pivot. All right. The Los Angeles oh Kings God. have three wins this season in wow. eight games. They are dead last in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Six points. The Edmonton Oilers leading that division with 14 already. Wow. Which wow. is probably half of what they had all of last year. Honestly, maybe. Um, <laughs> no. Okay, not quite. <laughs> not quite. The LA Kings, two of three of their wins have come against the Calgary Flames. Interesting. And if you're the Calgary oh, Flames, if you're the Calgary Flames, you're 4-4-1, four, four, and one, so you're not bad. You can, you know, a couple games, you'll get back into it, right? Yeah, I guess like they're not really in trouble. They're not. However... Forget the fact that there was this rivalry with Chuck and Dowdy. This is a basement-dwelling team. Mm-hmm. Should be. Should be. Well, the LA Kings are, mm-hmm. right now, yeah. objectively are, basement, basement-level basement Pacific Division team. Yeah. And were last year and were the year before. Mm-hmm. Have done almost nothing to improve that team. It's shocking. I think I know why they beat the Flames. Didn't did... I say that they had a legit shot at last place? Why did they beat the Flames? Though? I think I did. Well, Who because I said they had a legit shot at last place. Who did? Flames? No, the Kings. Okay. Is my cuz you forgot my jinx is a thing too, Adam. Oh, yes. Oh, it's, it applies to all members of the show. Yes. No, it doesn't. Jesse has a horseshoe. Je- <laughs> okay, fine. Jesse's just yeah, one I've of those people pretty lucky who, recently. Yeah, there is a damn no, jinx, there's a wild up. jinx. You're what? one of those people who is just lucky. <laughs> no. You just succeed. Maybe and he's no, just good. No. He is really good. I've gotten a little lucky recently, but I haven't been lucky over the long haul. Jesse, how dare you? Anyways, do you think that the Calgary games, the two games that they play is the only games they tried? Because, like, I look at those games and how intense they are just because Dowdy and Kajuk are going out the whole time. It seems like those are the only two games they've tried this. Maybe the only kind of hockey the Kings know how to play is playoff. They just got to get there. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, (laughs) if they could play Calgary every game, they'd, like, probably make it and make some noise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, apparently. Dude, like, Kovalchuk scored last night. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. Isn't it crazy that He's that's, a like, that's like a joke now? Like, wow, even Kovalchuk scored. I know. I feel like he would actually be a, a better weapon on a different team. He just makes too much money. Yeah. And he's also old. Yeah. I think he's he looks yeah. a little slow. He old. Uh, the whole yeah. team. And like hard mile old. But yeah. if but you're Calgary... Gotta make a hard mile You are 4-4-1 four, right now. If you had beaten LA, you would be 6-2-1. And you would be second in the division behind Edmonton. Edmonton, who... If, you'd be, if you won those two games against the basement-dwelling Los Angeles Kings. So to Chuck and Dowdy aside, and Bill Peters, by the way, when he gets mad, Bill Peters gets red. Yo, that guy's getting fired. Yeah. Oh, damn it. He's going to win the jackass. <laughs> I can't... This is, the, this is the same thing that I said with the Leafs with the Senators early on in last year. The, the Leafs should have gone into town and rolled over the center, just blasted them to the moon. You and lose they didn't. They one lost. in a season, I get it. The Senators won the season series. Yeah. Three, three, of, three of four and two in one month. That was a joke. And, mm-hmm. and L.A. has beaten Calgary now twice in one month. And now, those are moral victories. It's not going to do L.A. much good, but it is going to hurt Calgary. Now... 
you, I, I'm sure I'm going to get Flames fans saying, well, you know, in November when they're second or third in the division, be like, hey, it's not hurting us now. I'm telling you, four or five points. What do Flames fans sound like? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Hey. <laughs> points against bad teams matter. Yeah. I am shocked at the Calgary Flames. Cannot beat the LA Kings. That's weird to me. They're also weirdly struggling on the road, one and four, and as opposed to three zero oh, and one nuts. at home. And this, is, the dome is loud. Saddle dome is loud because that that uh, it dips down. So the it's, concave it, it is quite the, the uh, camera angle is weird. Yeah, as well. it's, it's quite loud. Yeah. But I'm wondering, is in Calgary? It's time to blow it up. I don't no no. I don't know if there's an issue. <laughs> is it time for a rebuild? Full is it a slow start? Is it a long term issue? They, I mean, I don't know. But Riddich has been pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't say like really the reason they're losing. So what is it there? Because remember hmm. last a couple of years ago, I think it was Berkey's last year with the Flames, they they fell off the wagon going into the playoffs and didn't make it. And they said there were character issues in the room. There was character. Remember they were, they said there was a bunch of character issues in the room. They t- Doug thought the players only meeting was at a museum. <laughs> we yeah. all know how that turned Dougie out. Dougie Hamilton was the problem. Yeah, and now look at the Hurricanes. They're shit. What? Wait. <laughs> what do we say about the Calgary Flames at this point? Now, again, it's early in the season. It's easy to overreact. But what do you see based on what you've seen so far? <sighs> I see a frustrated team. You know what I mean? They don't seem to be having a lot of fun. No. And there was, what was it? It was Detroit. Mm-hmm. There, Darren Helm got, I, I want to say, a fine for a slash. But before that, it was like at this big elbow from Lindholm. They just seem very frustrated and not themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Like how I was just saying Marner hasn't quite seemed himself. The Flames are an ener- energetic, fun team. And when I was watching them, there was the first game against L.A. where they were down 3 nothing and ended up coming back and forcing overtime. They should take, you know... Some solace in that. Uh, I, w- I was watching the first half of that game that night, and I was just like, these guys are boring. Huh? And they don't look like they care or give a shit. And it was a game on home ice. They were losing 3 nothing to the Kings. Ch- Chuck does. Always does. <coughs> yes. Brady he was, and, Brady he was and great. Him. They're both, they're both, both brothers are always in it. They're always in every game they're in. Yeah. Yes, that is absolutely true. The Kachucks are jerks. But there are players on that team that do from time to time... I don't know if disappear or just look human, normal. Well, okay. Ineffective. The Stanley Cup final, Boston, St. Louis. Boston's got Bergeron. Mm -hmm. St. Louis has Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, the year before, Vegas was super weird. (laughs) But William Carlson had a 40 goal season. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, I think, as well. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Uh, Washington had Backstrom. Kuznetsov playing the best hockey of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, is Sean Monaghan better than any of them? He gets a lot of points, man. No, he does, but, like, like I don't know if that's the guy. And, like, that's a, oh, I'm, I'm, man. no, I'm not saying he's a bad player. No, I'm not even not. close. He's sure. really but I think player. you have a, I, I, I still go, whoa, because I think there's going to be a lot of people go, excuse me. Well, it's not, it's not quite this level, but you know how, like, in the past we've looked at Sorry, I'm dying. It's okay. In the past, we've looked at Ryan Johansson mm-hmm. and gone, I'm sorry, is that the guy? Like, is that your number hmm. one guy? Which yeah. I guess he doesn't really have to be right now. 
I sort of wonder that a little bit with Monahan. I wouldn't. I'm not putting the slow start on. He had 82 points last year. Yeah, that's good. That's good. He's got six. But is, nine. is he your number one guy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that. That argument. Yeah, <laughs> I know Matthews has never hit 82 points. Because yeah. <laughs> even if it's okay, Sean Man- Monahan's your number one guy. That means everything's less from that point on. You know, it goes yeah. downhill from there. And if you're going down from Sean Man- Monahan, what's the drop off? Yeah. Well, you got Gaudreau, obviously, but he's not a center. Right. Um, I think they're just frustrated, and it'll it'll mm-hmm. take, I don't know, do they have another game coming up that could be a big you win also, for them? Last season, yes, you brought in... Ducks. They're playing the Ducks next. Yeah. Hell yeah. Where? In Calgary or Anaheim? That's that important. I do not know. That's and important. Last season, out. you brought in a winger, James Neal, to be your first line winger. And oh, my God. Or that, at least second. And at least second, and that was a failed experiment. And then you swapped that out with a guy who has... Two assists so far. Oh, they're playing no, tonight. No, he has one point. Milan Lucic, who has one point. They're playing tonight in Anaheim. Sorry to interrupt. Can I ask a real dumb question? Real dumb. I'm not proud of the question I'm about to ask. Does the Flames locker room look at the success James Neal is having <laughs> and go? And maybe this coach doesn't know what they he's must. talking about. They must. It doesn't seem like they have the best locker room culture. Well, like as a coach, you got to at least convince your team that you know what you're doing. And how can you? Look, just a couple hours down the province, at James Neal has more goals than he did last season. Right now, it is October twentieth, and the guy you got in return currently has one assist, and probably and won't fight. get many. And a fight, yeah, and won't like probably based won't on the last two seasons, he's that. not. He punched no. Nikita Zadorov. That was cool. <laughs> but the, but the, but but I think you make a good point. Like it's it's how much of this do you lay at the feet of Bill Peters? Yeah. And I would say. Carolina, before they replaced Bill Peters because he left, um, same thing. Same and, thing. What, look what a marked doing. improvement Carolina was last year over the year before. And marked that's to the credit of uh, uh, Brendan Moore. And the Flames won their division last year. But, like, you know but what I shouldn't mean? they? With a defense core like they that? They should have. Shouldn't they? Yeah. With Gaudreau and Monaghan and, well, they had James Neal, Lindholm and yeah. all. They have, well, it was tight at the top. Like, Sharks, Vegas, Flames. But and the they, Flames should be in the top three. Am I agreed should, on that? They should have handled Colorado, no problem. Yes. So forget that series for a second, though. Because, again, the playoffs, I feel like every, anything can happen. 82-game yeah. season, sure. things usually fall where they should. Sure. Usually. I am wondering with Bill Peters if whatever his flaws are, and I have to watch more Flames games to really recognize that, but if if those flaws are enough that it's going to hold the team back from success. Because you can see very talented teams lose head coaches when they feel like they're being held back. Yeah, the, well, Adam, the, what's the Jack Adams? It's the, whoa, we didn't know you were good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's the award for the opposite? Uh, it's your fired. Yeah. <laughs> the, the award for bad team, or the, sorry, the award for good team we expected to be bad is the Jack Adams. The award for bad team bad we, expect, team to we expect to be good is your the, fired. The Adam Jack. The Adam Jack. The Adam yeah. Jack. No, My favorite Jack. cereal. <laughs> just, just the Jack. Just the Jack. You get Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Hit the road, Jack. Get out of here. And we I, all ruined a joke at the same time. High five. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Now you're both safe. High five over there. I, no, but like, like if you talk, if you read some of the literature coming out of Carolina. Literature. In 2017. It was not favorable to Bill Peters, which mm-hmm. was what was so surprising about why Calgary's like, that's our guy. 
hometown team boy. did not make the playoffs underperformed based on the talent they had on well, the roster because they had a lot of talent on the roster. And Adam, there's 35 coaches for 31 teams. What did you expect? Well, right. <laughs> and and <laughs> That's how it works. And and you know had to have Derek Ryan. Had to had to have that guy. Well, and I remember I wanted the Leafs to get him. Sure, for too. the fourth line. All right. Right. And I mean that's when we didn't think Tavares was possible. Damn it! But but can I, you imagine the he heater Calgary's going to go on now? Huh? You imagine? Oh, the... it's going to be great. Calgary's going to go on. Listen, and what they happens should. when they play the Penguins? But if they, if they do go on, they should. They're very good. And it's two weeks in. I get it. But there's an issue in Calgary, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Flames fans are probably a little bit frustrated right now. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, how do you, I don't understand how they trust a coach who clearly never won anything. Well, he won the division last year. So we might get... And then he was knocked out in the first round. Four straight years, missed the playoff, playoffs with Carolina, and then you bring him over. Man, I can't wait for the Calgary Flames to make the Cup Finals this year. Yeah. It's going to be great when this makes the round. <laughs> yeah, now, after they fire Bill Peters. Now, Dowdy Chishuk was funny because uh, before the game, I th- which one of them said it was media manufactured? Well, I mean, Sportsnet does pump it, but... Uh, uh, come on. <laughs> but they <laughs> also tear on. each other apart yeah. every time they play. There's yeah. a serious thing going on. And Dowdy's like, you know, I just want to get back and play, and, and I'm really tired of this stuff. And then hip checks to Chuck. Right. Dude, you you turned around and screamed something I am scarcely... Uh, uh, I don't want to say on don't, this podcast. You don't need to. <laughs> I think you were a bit fired up. Yeah. Well, and then did you know did, when when you watched the Kachuk thing? Did you see um, like when Dowdy was on the ice because Kachuk just was on him? All right. I know that another player, another Flames player, like dove and jumped bo- jumped over whatever. from the top rope. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, Kachuk yeah. was punching Dowdy in the head while yeah. Dowdy's head oh, was yeah. on the ice. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because Dowdy after the overtime winner goes, it's over. The beef is over. Oh, Man, yeah. no, it's you not. Can, that is. It's a first week of the season. It's not over. Regular season game. You can't. That's like winning the title on Raw, pretending like it's not leading to WrestleMania. Like you, you can't. You can't call the beef over in October. I'm Summer sorry. SummerSlam yeah. is that Sunday, and you just got yeah. the title by cashing well, in your money in the bank. What I yeah. loved about him saying the beef was over was it's like the Leafs scoring in the first period and saying, "Okay, we're good here." <laughs> Right. right, we've won the game now. Like George Costanza, just leave work on yeah, the high yeah. note. <laughs> Nine thirty. It's the middle of the day. You can't yeah. tell me the beef's over when you're you're no. literally punching each other. You're you're in a you're in just a, a dust swirl like a like a fight in Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. and then Mark Giordano comes out of nowhere with a steel chair. It's a slobber knocker every time you guys get together. Stop mm-hmm. telling me the beef's over. Shut and up. also, can we just? Can I know that maybe that maybe it's tough for the. Can we just enjoy this? Yeah. Why do we? Why can't the players just be like, yeah, you know what? Don't like him much. Want to mm-hmm. let's go? Let's go Kings or let's yeah. go Flames. Like, I understand why just, oh. a guy like Drew Doughty would would want it to be over. Like, listen, I'm arguably my team's most important player. I've won the Norris Trophy before. I can't be getting involved in this. I'm not even convinced you Matthew be, Kachuk is their best player. You can't be taking yourself out for five minutes in a fight, right? Yeah. But if you're Matthew Kachuk, you are like, uh, this is this over guy. when I say it's over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is never, by the way. Yeah. Also, I'm younger than you. Yeah. I will follow you until you retire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Kachuk is literally going to be a thorn in his side yeah. until he goes. I don't play hockey anymore. So get used he to should, it, Drew. I'm sorry. If Kachuk was smart, he would sign a deal with like Ruffles. No, Dwighty has like a Lay's, Lays? chip. <laughs> Kachuk should sign with Ruffles That's and if just have competing chip commercials. If anybody's, uh, if anybody is, uh, I bet there's somebody from better. marketing listening. Oh yeah. So if you are in a competing chip brand in a marketing company, <laughs> go hire Kachuk. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He'd also be a really good spokesperson because he's he's a great quote. 
Oh yeah, Kachuk's awesome on he's, camera. He's a mouth. I, I love him. I he's love a mouth. He's and he's another mouth guard guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Munching on what it. What the hell with that? He has a Ruffles mouth guard. And uh, it's great because it's always visible. Feel-good story from last night is Jack Hughes scoring his first goal against yeah. the Canucks, against Quinn. It was kind of neat, right? We like that. It was, mm-hmm. it was nice to see before. Uh, and the Devils ninth, actually won the game. I believe I read this. The ninth player to ever score his first NHL goal against his brother. Wow. How has yeah, that happened nine times? And who keeps track of that shit? You guys I don't trivia? know. Yes. Yeah, I have the list of oh. guys who have scored their uh, first goals against their brother. Dear well, God, I bet four of them are Sutters. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. That's cheating. There's like nine of them. Yeah, there is. There's so many Sutters. All right, so and then the you, Hunters for be. this for this trivia, you guys can combine heads because it's kind of a hard list. It's a big ass head. <laughs> so there's that is a big head, including Hughes versus Quinn. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, so Nine two. guys who have scored their first NHL goal against their brother. So a one- couple of them oh. are from 1918, and, oh. <laughs> and there's another one from 1921. So you're not going to get those. So let's say if you can get... So Shippy McClanahan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me the old-ass names yeah, that they have. The old names. <laughs> I'll, give you, the old I'll names. give you the old ones, and then you guys got it from the ones that are from uh, 1987 on. Which is one, two, three, four. You guys got to get two of them, okay, to win this game. Tell me about Odie Cleghorn so, on December twenty first, nineteen eighteen. Sprague Cleghorn, no lie, ah! <laughs> no lie, <laughs> scored against Odie Cleghorn yeah. in a Senators uh, Canadians up. game. The Cleghorn, <laughs> the Cleghorn, yo, the Cleghorn. Clegg- now Clegg- on the same day in the same game, Odie scored against Sprague Cleghorn. So Odie and Sprague both scored their first goals on the same day, same game. I cannot see your screen. I no, I can't show you the other day. I'll show you after. I we're cannot done. see your screen. No, I, yeah. just, no, you I just pulled guessed. Odie Cleghorn because it's my favorite go-to hockey. By old the way, hockey name. Does the Cleghorn clan still watch hockey, pay attention to hockey, celebrate their great grandfathers? <laughs> that was over a hundred years ago. I know. That was a hundred oh, yeah. years That's ago. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, are the Cleghorns listening? Are there are there younger millennial Cleghorns or Gen Z Cleghorns listening to the show right now? Is there, is there, there a Cleghorn with AirPods listening to us right now? I know there are people. <laughs> like, there are people that, like, I'll get a message every once in a while and be like, yeah, my dad is so-and-so or my grandfather is so-and-so. Yeah. And you're uh, like, holy yeah. mo- I won't even name the names. But, like, one of them, one of the people who listens to our show, one of the major NHL awards is named after his family. Oh. Really? Yes. Or named after a member of his family. Wow. So, like, like it's... it's Because hockey's a... You know, you think that's a big deal or what? Hockey's a pretty small community, right? So it's like it's, you know... Well, and back then. Especially then. So I'd be interested to know if any of the Cleghorns are listening or if you know... The grandchildren of Odie mm-hmm. and what's the other guy? Sprague? So Sprague. it's Odie and Sprague, yeah. <laughs> what a na- Odie and Sprague Cleghorn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fought World War One and came back and scored goals against each other, I bet. All right. What's the... Uh, so those are the first what's two. What's the 1921? They 19- literally did that like just before the armistice. So this was on Christmas <laughs> yeah. Eve, 1921. Frank Boucher scored against Billy Boucher. Senators, Montreal. Billy Boucher. That's... Uh, it's no, no, it's boring. <laughs> you can't open with the Cleghorns and go to the Boucher's. Can Sorry. you give us the years that these things happen so at least we can work on that? That was 1921. Oh, the ones that you yeah. guys... Okay, oh, sure. Because I got one at, that I think is leaf-related. Oh, interesting. interesting. Depending on the year. All right, I'll give you the years. What's the we, next year? So 1950, 
Don Smith of the New York Rangers scored against Kenny Smith of the Boston Bruins. Okay. Now, don't give now, us any more. All right. Do you want the years? Just name the year. So, I'll work my way up. 1987. Oh. 19... I was going to say, oh. was there a 50s? Another 50s? No. That's, we're jumping to Damn, 1987. I thought it would be Frank Mahovlich and Peter Mahovlich. No. I'm wrong. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll give you all the years, and then you guys just got to get two. 1987, 1988, 2007, oh. and 2012. 1987 and 88. 2012. Yeah. So you'll get five guesses. Lock in your five guesses. So my guesses. thought is in the 80s, it's either the Sutters or the Hunters. Also, while you guys are thinking, shout out another Leafs fan on Twitter, Curtis, who sent us a long. Thank, thank you, you so much for sliding in my DMs with this. Is very, this is a screenshot wow. from his Instagram, uh, the NHL PR's Instagram, actually. So, yeah, shout out to you, uh, Curtis. Super helpful. 2012. God, that was such a forgettable season for the Leafs. I tried to block it out. It's a, that, was, <laughs> that was pre-lockout, right? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. the season right before. Is that the season they finally dumped Vesatoskala? Mm, no, I think that happened before that. No, that was the season where they were they were in a playoff spot, and I remember talking about, like, oh, the Leafs are going to play the Panthers in the first round. And oh. They friggin' lost, like, every game. Right. Was that the first 18-wheeler? Yes. Yes. Ron the previous Wilson? seasons were no. just bad all around. Just bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of shocked that it's happened this often. I know. Like, you'd think it'd be such a rare thing, but... I'm going to say... Quite a few times. Wasn't Cal O'Reilly Ryan O'Reilly's... Was... Damn it. Yes, that is Ryan O'Reilly's so brother. I'm going to say 2012, the O'Reilly's. That's All a right. good one. That's one guess. I, th- mm, I think he might have played before that, though. Mm. 2007. I... Didn't the Kostitsins play for the same team when they joined the league? Now I'm trying no, to... No, just... one was Montreal and one was Nashville. Not when they started. I think they were both Habs. Were they? I think so. Wasn't the whole the whole Grabo beef was they were both Habs and Grabowski was also a Hab and they were all Belarusian guys who hated each other. Did they hate each other? Is that why? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, at the end of it, they all hated each other. Damn it. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, man, I got no idea. You guys okay. got any more And guesses? then I'll say the Hunters and the Sutters in the 80s. Hunters and Sutters, okay. Sure. Uh... <laughs> Sure. All right. So you guys got none of them. Sorry. <laughs> 1987, Pierre Turgeon scores against Sylvian Turgeon. Okay. Against the Leafs, too, wasn't it? Sylvian. No. Oh. It was the uh, Sabres and the Hartford Whalers. Okay. Sylvian Turgeon was a Leaf for a long yeah, time. Yeah. and was a pretty good defenseman, too. 1988, Kevin Miller scores against Kelly Miller. That's Never. Rangers versus Washington. Okay. Boo, have a funnier name. <laughs> 2007, <laughs> Colin Stewart of the... Uh, Atlanta Thrashers scores against Mark Stewart of the Boston Bruins. S T A U R T. S T U A R T. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, that's. Paul I Stewart. didn't even know they were brothers. Okay. Mark Stewart, yeah, brothers. And 2012, Marcus Felino of Ow! the Buffalo Sabers scores against Nick Felino of the Ottawa Senators. And then 2019, yesterday, Jack Hughes. Quinnius. Nick Felino was an Ottawa Senator. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Damn, they should have held on to him. What the hell were they thinking? Uh, uh, can't remember the trade. Didn't work out so good. Ooh, that's rough. Hey, um, Jason Zucker made a comment after one of the Wild games last week. And it and was a big deal. They talked about, it was after, it, was, it wasn't the Leaf game, but uh, they had a players-only meeting after one of the games, and he said, I think the meeting's just, I think, 
I think more than a meeting is just going to jumpstart us, to be honest with it you. It was the loss in Montreal. There it is. So he, this is the part that, that, the, the, that really made headlines. Bruce has got to be better. We've got to be better. Everybody's got to be better. That's it. So Jason Zucker then apologizes later on, and apparently the next day went right in and talked to Bruce Boudreaux and said, listen, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to name you. It's just like we all need to be better. And apparently nobody nobody really in the organization got that upset about it because they're probably right. Well, yes. However, however, um, my question is with this story, um, is it possible for the Wild to be better? Because he goes on to say, there's no reason for me to use Boost Bruto's name in the quote in any way. That's completely on me. My intention well, was to say that everybody needs to be better and needs to pull more weight. And 99.9% of that is on the players. And that's true. Yes. Like, I understand. He was just going through everybody. Sure. Literally everybody. But using a coach's name in that context, uh, context never happens. Mm-hmm. Try to think of the last time. Yeah. I can't. But he apologized. He did. To me, that's not the issue. The issue for me is... Is there talent there to do it? And I don't know that there is. Uh, There's goaltending there to do it. Which is a great start. And the NHL is goofy enough that I think a team that is not as talented but is feeling good uh, can make a bit of noise. The Minnesota Wild aren't feeling good. Uh, I hear the locker room's not so fun. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot more than they're just not very good. And it's a lot more than... Yeah. Yeah, it's, they gotta, I maybe say this too often, like, oh yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins need to blow it up. They obviously don't need to blow it up, and I, like, I'm not talking about, like, trade Sidney Crosby or completely sell off. With Minnesota Wild, uh, that is what I'm saying. Seven players, 30 plus, with two or more years on their contracts. Who who are the seven players? Are they any good? Nah, Like, that's okay if the players are good. Stahl, Spurgeon, Spurgeon, Spurgeon's 29. That contract doesn't kick in until he's 30, though. I don't know. Parise, Koivu, uh, Koivu, Koivu. Uh, no, he's... Parise, Stahl. I didn't even notice Stahl against the Leafs. That is a Leaf killer. Dubnik, Brad Hunt. Their leading scorer. Yeah. Jeez. And then by the end of it, Spurgeon will be 30 by the end of the year. He's 29. Gabriel Dumont will be... He's 29. There you go. Not fun. Like, the Spurgeon <laughs> deal is really attractive. If you look at a team like the Leafs... Oh, dude, you better send a blue and white vulture to pick at that carcass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. and not to mention Matt Zuccarello. So, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And Greg Paterin, who's 29. Yeah, but he's... Oh, yeah, they're both on IR. Yeah, and a guy that they've tried to get back multiple times. No, I, I interestingly, um, like, you... And I'm not saying the Leafs, but a team like the Leafs would look at a Jared Spurgeon contract. You need a right-handed shot defenseman to complete your lineup. Dumba. Dumba. Please, Dumba. Yeah, of course. But that's a the, the contract Spurgeon signed is pretty attractive, at least for the first three, four years. I just at seven million bucks, it's not bad. But I'm just saying what Minnesota could do with those names that you mentioned. I don't know that you can move. S- Suter or Parise with the way their contracts are structured. No. Although they did talk about Michael Russo did a thing yes or last year I think and it was I think he talked to Parise and forgive me if I'm quoting this to the wrong author but um, Parise did say like you know I do want to win the cup and like I'm starting to hope like I want it to happen here but I'm starting to think that maybe like there's a possibility I might get moved. Ooh. Can I give and you I'm, a theory on Parise? He's yeah. going to retire. You think so? Within the next two years and that contract's going to be gone. Well, it's he, 7.5 until he's 40. 
and he makes the majority now, right? Like yeah. he's, he's going to start to make like a million <sighs> bucks a year. But yeah. there is cap recapture on that. Is, is he there over, not? Yeah, is he over thirty five? He's thirty five right now, and he has one, two, one, two, three, four, five years beyond this year. You know, they're boned. They're boned. There's cap yeah. recapture on that. There has to be, isn't there? I don't know how that I'm works. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure because he's 35. No, but that's only if you sign the contract at 35. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but I think... it's for 30, the, his years of 35 and up. That's a good question. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Because hmm. the Luongo thing is what, what's sticking out of my mind of, you know, the, those wonky deals that were signed before this latest lockout. Well, yeah. well and he signed his deal before he was 35. Yeah. And Vancouver's yeah. still paying for it, right? And Florida. And Florida. So Minnesota doesn't even have a team to dance with. <laughs> well, it's just them. Yeah, so you, no team is going to take that. No, they're just f- fucked. They're just So just... but you but then you have valuable guys where if you could Lucic. Huh? Lucic. What about Oh, you Breezy for Lucic. Be kind of cool to oh see. Oh my god. Uh, I would love to see Minnesota has the assets there and Bill Guerin, I guess the people Elliot Friedman said last night, people are calling. Yeah. Bill Guerin's not going to make an emotional move. But I think that maybe with the assets that you have, you build around Dumba, and you you uh, you start to offload the vet guys. And yeah, you're you're boned on the Parise Suter thing. It is what it is. You've got what you've got. That's there's nothing that Bill Guerin can do about that. However, there are guys on that team that have pretty significant value. Oh yeah, like imagine that's what I'm saying. Imagine man. the team doesn't take off. Imagine that you you give the Flames an opportunity to get a guy like Devin Dubnik. You know what I mean? What? Like a, a team that's got question marks and goal. Um, there are there are really good teams. Imagine the New York Islanders have an opportunity to get Devin Dubnik after they just signed Varlamov. No, I'm with you on the Flames one. That's interesting. The Islanders haven't been that bad either. And then you go screw it. We're gonna go with the tandem of Cam Talbot and Alex Stalock. Let's really get this thing. Oh, Columbus has nothing. What if New Jersey has an opportunity? To get a Devin Dubnik. Uh, they should probably do something, right? Like, I know yes, you shouldn't I make... said that last episode! I know. Go all in, do it! You I know you go. shouldn't make emotional moves. Maybe they should make an emotional move. That's not move. an emotional move. That's pragmatic. That's a we don't have a goalie who is, can stop pucks. Is move. nine games in too soon? No. no. Not now. Not the way no. they're playing. Nine really? games in is too soon if you had any evidence from last season that suggests these guys stop pucks. Okay. They don't yeah, stop pucks. Fair. And they need yeah they they, they got the crown for best offseason and still don't have a goalie yeah. like it's they they got a shutout last game to be fair one to be fair <laughs> one goal yeah they scored a goal we're talking about the the goaltending situation here to be fair you know yeah. who else I think is going to be on the move and some team is going to be super smart and pick him up for not as much as they should Craig Anderson in Ottawa. Someone unfollowed me when I suggested that last year, but like someone unfollowed you when you suggested the trade. <laughs> yes. Did they actually say that they they no, were, I'm unfollowing you? Yeah, they got mad at me. Were they a were they? A and per- I was like, I don't. Were understand. they a fan? No, like I, I was like, or like I, a writer or like an uh, like a media. Yeah, person? I don't want to talk about. It was it was a media person? Yeah, I don't want to talk about. Craig Anderson is a valuable asset to Ottawa. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, and like, he's like 30 million years old. Like, I know why? he's not great. No, but he's good. Well, he's good. He's there. Like, he's an option. I'd be curious to see what Craig Anderson, who for a long period of time was the king of pulling a rabbit out of his hat, mm-hmm. like, and just coming up with like a 50 save frigging 
there was a game. Well, this was years and years ago, but I still remember him uh, with the Avalanche, a team that had no business beating the Sharks, and he stands on his head for like fifty saves. That was a long time ago, but he still will do that every now and then. I'd be curious to see what and uh, what would you say five hundred year old uh, Craig he's, Anderson he's like looks, looks he's behind like a good team. There's no he just makes a lot of money. That's wrong. There's no reason to keep him on your roster. No. He's this not is, he's not signed beyond this year. Probably won't play beyond next year. Maybe for even the Sens, this year. for the Sens, yeah. If somebody wants to give you something for Craig Anderson, you say screw well, it. And sure, you trade the, him away. If you're the Flames, you give them Mike Smith and whatever the good draft picks or no, no. Smith is on the Oilers now. Yeah. Oh, right. Now my you mean Talbot? Who, yeah. They switch goalies. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's what I mean. Sorry. My they bad. They switch Lucic um, and Koskinen's actually yeah. been good for the Oilers. There's but something there. There is. And I yeah. I think with Anderson, it's like, you know, Ottawa retains half. Mm-hmm. It's the last year of his deal anyway. Who cares? They yeah. can and even to. if it, you wait till January, like the cap hit against the team who acquires him is going to be like Nothing. two million. Nothing. You slowly Nothing. transition yes. Nilsson in there. So, like, yeah. you're not, the team's not naked. Mm-hmm. You're not in a position where, like, like oh, well, we got to get Nemestic. But you get, like, a Cam Talbot. You get back. a guy. Yeah. Or any prospect, any pick, No, no, but anything. what I'm saying is you need a Nemestnikov player to kind of fill a spot. Yeah. Some. Some to, journeyman from the minors. Sure. Yeah. Like it, it's just a guy who can play NHL minutes consistently. Yeah. Just, yeah. To, just because you don't want to throw a rookie in there as a goal. Exactly. Yeah. But I also wonder with the Rangers who've had a really slow start. They've given they've only played six games. They're one of the like the least amount of games played in the NHL. Compare that to Dallas that's paid paid uh, played ten. The Leafs have played nine. The Rangers have somehow only played six. So have the Flyers, which is arguably why they're both sitting at the bottom of their division with four uh, four and five. Literally have each. not played. <laughs> Yeah. I know Henrik's not going anywhere. But how many years ago we were how many studios ago was I suggesting that? But <laughs> three he, studios does ago. Does Henrik Lundquist and this is a question I don't know, and I'm sure Ranger fans could probably answer it passionately. Four studios ago, actually. Sorry. Henrik Lundquist. <laughs> at what point does he say he's gotta ask the question? What's more important? One or two more shots at the cup or being a Ranger your entire career? I don't know what that answer is for him, but at a certain point, he's going to have to answer that question in his own mind. And he's going to have to live with that. If the Rangers become good in the next couple years, there's a pretty good chance he won't be around for it. I think... And he might be the reason they become good if they're good this year at all. There's that. I think with everything the Rangers have done, you hold out hope that it's there. There's so many good moves. Like, they're doing such great stuff. I think you hold out hope that it's there. He, I love when a player spends their whole career somewhere, unless it seems like a waste of time. Well, it seems you know what I mean? to him that it matters. But I just yeah. wonder, at this point in your career, kind of like Ray Bork in Boston, do you kind of go, okay, I do want one more shot. I just yeah. want to go for it. Can we? And, and I look at that with, uh, I look at a guy like him, what he could bring back for the Rangers. Not just because... Henrik Lundqvist is the player that he was five years ago because I don't think he is, but he's still quite good. Still pretty good. Um, I think that there's a name value there too, and the Rangers would win big on a trade like that. Like that is a perfect trade for the Rangers. That if they had the right goalie to step in, they're over the top. If not this year, then 100 percent to start next year. They started slow, but he'll whatever. stay. I think he's still. You think he stays? Yeah. If I had to put money on it, he'll stay the for other, his entire career. Yeah. The yeah. other guy I'm curious about is Jimmy Howard. Goaltending wise, yep. and if Steve Eiserman calls you, you obviously slam the phone down. You do not, <laughs> do not accept trades from from Steve Eiserman. But somebody will be desperate enough. Um, it may even be Florida uh, to oh get a goalie God. who can stop a puck. 
And there are enough good teams. There are enough good teams. New Jersey should be good. Calgary should be better. Um, who knows what's going to happen with the Islander situation? Washington's had a couple wonky starts. Bless you, Bless you Jesse. Thank you. Um, Let's put the Dallas. In. Dallas is two seven and one. They need a goalie. Colorado should be emotional teams. Also, sorry, I was going to say something earlier. You know, Bill Guerin's not going to make an emotional move. Are we sure about that? You see the Penguins last year? He, he was with them. Hmm. That team. Maybe they made he, an emotional move after winning the cup. Maybe he didn't want to make. Maybe he doesn't want to make the same mistakes the Pens did. However, by doing nothing, I think in Minnesota, you are making a mistake, and that doesn't mean that he needs to make it now. Mm. But I think it's time. I think we know enough now. Minnesota didn't make the playoffs last year. That I think it might be time where you go. Okay, it's time to retool. Not necessarily tear it down and rebuild, but take take the opportunity now while some of these guys still have value and parlay that. You uh, you do bring up a funny point though because Minnesota made a ton of moves last year. What do they always tell a kid if you get lost at the mall? Stay where you are. Stay where you are. <laughs> and the Wild got lost funny. at the mall and checked every store. Yes. <laughs> Paul Fenton though, it, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. I don't and I think maybe that's why Bill Guerin doesn't want to make moves because Paul Fenton. That's all he did. Yeah. Here's a philosophy: make good hockey trades. <laughs> Yeah, just make Every good decision they made. Who's that last goalie you suggested? Jimmy Howard from Jimmy Detroit. Jimmy Howard. And he again, yeah. not an all-star. Or was at one point, I think. Good. Good. Just good. Yeah. Even if you, like, if you're the Leafs. <laughs> Jimmy Howard would sure look good. You can't fit him under the cap right now. I was about to say, what is his contract situation? I'm dying to see what they do with it. The, the plan can't actually be to have 17 players. Well, 18. No, like there might be some nights where they have to go shorthanded. No, but they, like I said, there's the exception where you f- you squeeze in the 18. Yeah, or that's or okay though. To Why go not? With no what's, spares. what's the big deal? I think the big deal is if you get hurt on the road, you're fucked. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't. You do it at home. How would they? Planes don't exist, Adam. Okay. What happens <laughs> if the game's in Winnipeg? All I am <laughs> they saying, no they don't have any Wi-Fi there, so I couldn't even text no. you to find out if I can get a new player. I no, think we're we're gonna see that situation resolve itself. They're too smart for that. Dubas has some more tricks. Up hopefully, his yeah. Hopefully. I think I think so too, Jesse. I'm yeah. with you. I think that the Leafs will sort that out, but I do think the Leafs are going to be on the hunt for a cheap backup. Mm-hmm. And I think towards the end of the season, as we get closer and closer, and the cap space allowable for the Leafs to take on a, a thing gets bigger. Yeah. Um, I think that you're going to see a move for like if a Jimmy Howard or if a Darcy Kemper. Uh, no, not Darcy Kemper. Excuse me, Devin Dubnik. Darcy Kemper's a good goalie and is starting all the time. But what if? Uh, yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. No, I just remember when he was with Minnesota and being like, "This guy sucks." Yeah, and now he's, <laughs> and now he's, and now he's freaking unreal. Anti Ranta. There's another team where you could be mm-hmm. like Anti Ranta. You could. Uh, the Jimmy Howard situation is interesting because they also have Bernier who could just step in and be their hey, we're trying to lose games anyways kind of guy. Yes. So yes, absolutely. Jimmy Howard's definitely ex- expendable, mm-hmm. and at four million, you'd probably want them to retain unless oh, it's yeah. late in the season where you're only paying. Oh, Jimmy like, Howard. Yeah. Oh, that contract was signed with the intent of trading him. Yeah, in my opinion, a million years wasn't it signed a million years ago too? Or no, that... uh, he he. We all thought he was going to get traded last deadline, and yeah. then he didn't, and signed an extension. Yeah, the one year. So, like, here's the thing with Howard: as Detroit's gotten worse, obviously his numbers have too. Well, yeah, but. As recently as sixteen seventeen, which is an which is eons ago now, he had a nine twenty seven save percentage. 
again, there's... But he was even last season. as a 9-9-0-9. He had a 9-10 the season before. Right now it's 8-9-8. He's a bit of a mystery box like Craig Anderson where you go, okay, here's a once good goalie that is both um, uh, degrading with time. Uh, or, sorry, regressing with time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also plays for, like, a continually getting shitty team. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And he could be... This is a guy that's been there. He went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, he I, he played... Was he the goalie? No. Nah. 0910, wasn't it? No, that's Chicago. 0809? Oh, no, 0809 he wasn't. But 0910, he still played 12 games in the playoffs. Um, he's, he's He's been a good goalie. Yes. And he's gone deep. He There's one season... 12-13, where he went, he played 14 games in the playoffs. That's deeper than the Leafs. That's more games than the Leafs have played in the playoffs in the last yeah. two years. If you're a playoff yeah. team, you have a starter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So can you be a backup and give me 9-10? Mm-hmm. Can you come in and give me a chance to win games where my backup needs to play? That's all you need to do. Yeah. So I wonder, there are going to be teams looking for starters. That's a cheap, that's a cheap option. Although Eisenman probably wouldn't make it easy. Has the ship sailed on Michael Hutchison? That doesn't seem to be the this consensus. This week will be interesting. Right. Yes. The, the ship okay. either, either docks or sails this week. <laughs> we're throwing down the anchor. Or he plays it's two games. Out. We're going to know. And they're tough games. It, yeah. It's not like Jonas Enroth where we were like, who's the backup again? Like, I, I, f- I forgot. Yeah. Um, Hutch is going to get a chance to be in six games this month. Yeah. Um, and start five of them. And Enroth... Let like seven goals in, and mm-hmm. then six goals in, and then seven more goals. Like it was bad. Enroth was in the famous, uh, or at least famous, only for people who watch my LFRs. He was in the hockey demons game. Mm. He was in the game where the the game previous, because Matthews I believe hadn't scored since his four goal game. He was okay. on like a seven game goalless streak. Mm. And I go, listen, hockey demons, here's the deal I'm making with you. Allow Matthews to score one, maybe even two goals. I don't care if the Leafs lose the game. Matthews scores two goals. Leafs get a 3 nothing lead with Enroth and Net. They lose the game. They, the Devils came back from a 3 nothing deficit to beat Jonas Enroth and the Leafs. Hmm. Enroth also made an appearance in the Vancouver line brawl. Hmm. Game because Freddie got kicked out because he tried to fight <laughs> Ryan Miller. All right. Question to go along game. with that then. I missed that. Does the... Nick Batan, maybe Cody CC, something, whatever Nick Batan deal is, does that now look for a backup goalie? Yeah, instead of I'm trying to 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 find solutions. If you need to make the salaries work, CC's making four and a half. Jimmy Howard makes four. Yeah. Oh, Adam. I'm not saying. And then they need a do you run with like Marincin and Hall and Dermott, and they're just the core you have. Listen, you're asking questions, and I like it. No. I, th- I think, I think what happens, fun. too, by the end of the season, <laughs> we're going to see the... I, I feel like if Sandine and Lilligren have a really strong uh, start with the Marlies, like if Sandine scored just actually a few minutes ago as we're recording oh. this. Oh, really? Um, nice. If those two have a, have a season like they did last year, again this year, wouldn't shock me if by the end of the season they're getting the Travis Dermott, we'll play it for 30 games treatment just to see what we have. Mm-hmm. And imagine they're the, the bottom pairing going into the uh, the playoffs with Hall and Marincin... Yeah. Subbing in when they, when needed, that's not bad. You're and then the CC deal is for another piece that you need because that hole's been plugged. Yeah, and with the cap, like there's all sorts of decisions that need to be made, like around the league. Um, like Florida is supposedly about to sign Brian Boyle 
They, are, like, they, they, did. Did. they did. Oh, they did? Confirmed, yeah. Okay. And I'm, part of me is like, was that the plan all along? Like, hey, we want to sign you, but we're going to sign you in October. Yeah, give us, a, it's co- easier. Give us a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's I, interesting. I, I think there is, um, I think the value in Cody Cece, by the way, is the fact that his contract ends. You send him to a team yeah. that's, uh, that's clearly in the rebuild stage, and it's a salary it's a salary thing. It's Cody Cece, but Cody Cece's not the piece. He's just salary to make the salaries work. Can I? Uh, what is a bigger priority for the team? The least to, to get a player who is not named Cody Cece, or to get a backup. They need a backup, dude. I think you're right. They need uh, a backup. There you go. I look. I look at Boston and what they did last year. It was brilliant. It was. It was brilliant. Um, well, and they, that they were able to afford paying uh, their backup was two and a half million bucks. Um, but Tukarask was fresh as a daisy mm-hmm. when the playoffs came. And if he were to go down during that playoff run, they had a shot. It, Halak's not terrible. Well, you said it earlier. You said, what's the difference between Hall and CeCe? Truly. What is the actual difference? I don't think it's much. So if it's, if it's not, and it really doesn't negatively affect the team, and Travis Dermott's coming back anyway... Boy, it sure makes a lot of sense to pull somebody off. Of, like, you know, I wouldn't even be... The Leafs in Ottawa make a surprising amount of trades. They're not giving CC back. <laughs> well, what if it's CC? It wouldn't be CC That's plus, ridiculous. but... I would Anderson. shit myself. I would. Live on the podcast. I shit myself live on the... It would get it's, five times the viewers <laughs> of the... I shit myself while eating a pepper. I think my point in this is you have to remember in a CC trade, he is that. not the in centerpiece. In Pornhub.com arena. <laughs> Bang bros, get Bang it right. Bang bros arena. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think it'd be very, very interesting to, to, to see what the Leafs could do. They're going to have to do... After this week, we will know. Next mm-hmm. week at this time, we will be saying, wow, Michael Hutchinson really turned it around, or wow, have they got to do yeah. something. And Next soon. Sunday's podcast is going to be a fun one. Yeah. we're going to get a lot of answers. And Wednesdays is either going to be very anxious. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I think it'll be anxious anyway, but it might be <laughs> depressing anxious or happy anxious. <laughs> oh, not sure. If, we, if they beat the Blue Jackets, we go in fat and happy. We're like, ah, we'll probably lose the night, whatever. They lose the Columbus. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a problem. That could be a real problem. Yeah. Uh, Matt Barzal's extension is interesting because it's already come up. Now, mm-hmm. you got one? No. Oh. He okay. sure did this week. Seven years, 50-something million. That deal is going to be fantastic. Yeah, and it's funny because people were, were ripping it. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I think you need to watch more yeah, Nico Heischer. Um, but interesting with Barzal is he's had better numbers in his first two years than Marner has. Than Marner did. Yep. Is, yep. Uh, yep. Playmaking. So, and, and, and obviously, of course... The Islanders want to get on this. Yep. Apparently the talks haven't started yet, but are due to. Does Matt Barzal beat Mitch Marner in -hmm. the money? Now, people are like, (laughs) people are like, wait a second. Lou Lamorello would never do that. If Lou Lamorello was the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, William Newlander would have been traded. Marner would still be sitting and the Leafs would win. The problem is that when Lou Lamorello signs contracts, he always says too long, too much. And yet, who did he sign? uh, That was uh, Steve Simmons' suite. Marlowe, mm-hmm. Zaitsev, Zaitsev. Mm-hmm. Matt Martin, mm-hmm. Dude, even Martin Komarov. I'm like, I love Komarov, but Whoa. good lord, good lord above. If the, Barzal is your number one center for the rest of the Islanders' tenure in whatever arena they're in, then you have to pay him like a number one center yep. in 2020. 
in 2020 exactly right? like so a 2020 it's so fascinating to see everyone say oh if lou mitch marner this deal's crazy especially from <laughs> islanders fans and then they're gonna go and they're gonna hand out this contract to barzell that's yep. gonna be for eight years and 200 million you know what if he gets if he gets Tavares marner money he's worth it yeah, yeah. All but, all like, and, but they're paying him what he's worth what's yeah you know? what's lou gonna do Right. And I, I know it's a catchy headline, but really, like, people are like, well, Lou Lamorello, he's tough on RFAs. What is he actually going to do? Like, no. what, what leverage do the Islanders really have he'll, in the Barzell situation? I want to no, see, see them try and pay him $6 million. Like, yeah. they're oh, like, oh, start. Marner, if Lou was there, Marner would make him five and a half and mm. he'd be signed forever. It's like, okay, let's see what happens with Barzal. Because yeah. he's going to get his money that he deserves. And if he signs for less, that's on him. Yeah. Yep. I, Matt Barzal, if you're listening... You're worth it. Go for it. Oh, are we doing this now? <laughs> yeah. worth it. No, are we, are we gonna Brad Marchand tweeting about Marner making twelve million? <laughs> well, is no, that us, dude? Look what we've become. No, but in all honesty, <laughs> he is. He is worth it, and they don't have really a, a leg to stand on. You, okay, so don't sign Matt Barzal. How's that gonna work out for you? Right, it's gonna go poorly. He's gonna go poorly, <laughs> and Islander fans will lose their fucking minds, as they should. Yes. So in his particular case, like I get it with Nylander. Nylander was like the fourth best player on the team. Barzal's the best player on the team and is the best, best, best player they're going to have going forward. There's no, there is no negotiation. It's what do you want? Exactly. RFA or not, what the hell do you want? Uh, Mike Stevens, I think, had the most, I want to say it was Mike Stevens, had the most underrated tweet of the day. (coughs) Because Steve Simmons, when he was talking about the um, contract length being too long, one of the names he brought up was Pascal Siakam. Who only what? signed for four years? Yeah, he signed a pretty nice. <laughs> and Mike deal. Stevens is like, ah, oh, yes, Siakam, who signed for as many years as Ross Johnston. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason what? you guys didn't laugh is you don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, he's someone who Lou signed for four years. On Go the look Leafs? at Ross Johnston. On no, the Leafs. No, on the Islanders. Oh, on the Islanders. Go look I up. don't even know who Ross Johnston is. He's big. That's what I know about Ross yeah. Johnston. But would Mark Hunter be a great GM? That's the real question. <laughs> yeah. So great that he's currently back in junior, like I said he would be. And dude, <laughs> like pursue happiness. That's yeah. where he's happy. No, I'm I'm just saying because Steve Simmons is literally oh the guy. <laughs> I think actually it was Jeff Fayette that tweeted me about something, and he was saying that like of all the articles written about, uh, and I forgive me Jeff for this because I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was something like of all the articles favorably talking about him as a potential GM, like eighty percent of them came from Steve, <laughs> Steve Simmons. Simmons. Because he'll talk. They're obviously friends. Jeff doesn't miss much. Ross Johnston, by the way, is making a million dollars for the next three years. And he is 25 from Charlottetown PEI. What does he do? Oh, that's why I remember him. He shoots left, left wing. He's undrafted. Hey. Hey. 6'5", 235. Big boy. Big guy. Big. He currently has played three games this season. Oh dear! Five penalty minutes. Is he hurt? Zero points. Zero goals. Zero. He goals. only what played he last year. Seventeen last, last year. Last year, twenty-three penalty minutes, four points, seventeen games. And what about the year before that, Jesse? Sixty-two penalty minutes, six points. How many 24 games? games? Twenty-four. Why games. does a player get a million dollars if they played seven games? For the Bridgeport, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers in seventeen eighteen in the AHL, thirty-eight games. 113 penalty minutes. You know, 
God loves Scott Saverin for making the NHL. The Sens are going to offer him four years. <laughs> why would you get four? Why? Lou. Lou, Lou likes No, he, hey, Ross, here's League Men. Take it or leave it. Lou. League Men for four years would still be too much. No, I wouldn't give him four years. Here's League no. Men, and you get to, and, and maybe you get to, it's a two way deal. All right. Like, there's a, there's a, you're going to make 70 or 80 in the A, and then you're going to make whatever League Men is. Don't in they the have NHL. Matt Martin? Yes. Still? Who, who was also signed in four years? Lou. It's Lou. His deal but he never signs long end. deals. His deal expires at the end of the season, though. Matt Martin's. Oh, when well. we're old, and we're still doing this show, guys. Uh huh. When we're seventy six like, and doing this show, because this show is going to go on forever in my mind. But yeah, I do think so. But when we're old, when we're older, are we going to be able? To, are we going to be the kinds of guys that look at younger general managers in the NHL? The same way those those old guys look at young general managers now. I really hope not. I hope not too. Yeah. Can we make a promise that we don't become that? Because <laughs> it's really annoying. Oh boy, I hope not. Yeah. Like where oh where we somehow have detached results from reality. Yeah. Dubas would be better if he wasn't on his phone all the time. I hope once we get to that point, we're retired. Oh, it, I if, plan on being retired. If I get to that point, it, I should be retired. Right. And I, but I mean, but Steve's not retired. <laughs> Steve Simmons is not retirement age. Steve That's Simmons true. is in like what is he mid forties? Yeah. Whatever he is, no, it doesn't matter. Not. It's he's not retirement age. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so like and there's and it's not just him. It's like oh, there's a whole bunch of guys. While we're still working, while we're in our forties and fifties and sixties, and we're mm-hmm. still doing this show, whatever platform it's on, if platforms even exist, it's on the moon. It's, it's projected on the moon. On the moon. Yes, it's projected. <laughs> It's on the projector on the movie. You couldn't yes. fit Steve and on I's Netflix faces on three. the movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Our, our, our heads are far too big to be projected There's a lot on of craters together. there. Yeah. You could well, fit in one of them. Work for my acne scars. On Sportsnet Space. <laughs> space hey, Net. TSN 1050 Space. Oh, Get it right. And we're yeah. still we're still making passive-aggressive comments about the two largest telecom companies <laughs> in the universe now. Yes. That's right. They've we taken discovered, over the world. Turns out, we are the only ones. Take that, atheists. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. We find out we're the only one. Take that. My elementary school music teacher was right. I did not expect this podcast to go there. I'm just talking shit. I'm just... (laughs) Take that, atheists. Take that, atheists. Not a group that needs to be There attacked. isn't life no. anywhere else. They're pretty... They're only Bill here. Maher. Yeah. <laughs> you hear yeah. that? <laughs> Listen, the dinosaurs are a hoax, and the Earth is 5,000 years old. And also, we're the only ones in the universe. Uh, Where were we going? We are going to this story. <laughs> we're moving on. We we're moving Barzal. on from Barzal and Lou. All right. I'm going to read you a story from the Associated Press. I'm not going to listen. You're not? No, I'll listen. It was tweeted out this week. I don't know how anyone found it, but it is from March 14th, 1996. March 14th, 1996. Two days after my eighth birthday. Eight-year-old Steve Dangle. I would have been seven. You were still seven. Jesse, how old would you have been in 96? 96 would have been, wait, one month. Wow. You were 96. No, what, uh, what month? Oh, March. March, I would have been, uh, wouldn't have turned four. I would have been three. Okay, that's better. I was about to feel really shitty. Still six feet tall. Yeah. And and beautiful facial hair. Reaching down to dunk into a Fisher Price net. (laughs) 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 Just gently placing the ball in the nets. Snaring fly balls already. (laughs) Yeah. Jesse's a great baseball player, in case you didn't know that. Anyway, 
<laughs> for the this is March fourteenth, nineteen ninety six. Remember CFL Professional League. Yes, oh. Canadian Football League. The leads. The lead line is for the second time in a year, mm-hmm. a CFL club has drafted a dead player. Oh, I saw this. What? The Montreal Alouettes <laughs> selected defensive end James Egink of Northern Illinois in the fifth round of the league's Canadian College Draft on Thursday, only to learn a few hour a few hours later that the player had died of cancer last December. Oh my God! <laughs> the Ottawa Rough Riders. This is three Ottawa teams ago. Oh, and not the Saskatchewan. Not the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, because the Rough Riders for Saskatchewan are one word. The Ottawa Rough Riders were two word. Oh my! Anyway, the Ottawa. God, Rough... you have a half a dozen team league. How do you... the Ottawa Rough Riders selected defensive end Daryl Robertson in the Las Vegas Posse dispersal draft because that was the Las Vegas CFL team, by the way, the Las Vegas Posse. That Can you was imagine the name of the a team? CFL road trip between Montreal and Vegas? Yeah. So, so Montreal, so the Ottawa Rough Riders selected uh, defensive end Daryl Robertson in the Las Vegas Posse dispersal draft. By the way, Vegas came in, uh, and I think Baltimore came in as well. Baltimore ba- won the Grey Cup twice in a row. <laughs> uh, Vegas Posse dispersal draft, April eighteenth. Robertson had died <laughs> December fifth, nineteen ninety four. So he had died f- almost five months before that in a car crash. Insane. God, where did where did you find this? Uh, it was tweeted out this week. Yeah. It's from the AP. And CFL spokesperson Jim Nish said the league didn't learn of Egging, the first guy who died, Egging's draft or death until after the draft. It's an unfortunate situation, but unfortunately, neither us nor the club were aware that this had happened. Even the school wasn't aware. What? Alouette officials were informed of Egging's death after a football coach at Concordia University was looking over the team selections and noticed his name. He called the Alouette's officials, who then notified the CFL. Alouette's owner, Jim Spiros, said that he had called the Egging family to apologize. He said, I'm a little upset and super embarrassed as an owner, no doubt. I'm not making excuses, but the difference between this and the Las Vegas draft is there are 560 names on this list. So yeah, the, the, the dispersal draft is when a team contracts, right? There's like, you know, 60 players, but there's 560 names. The research process can be very difficult. It's not as easy as people think. I think as a league, we have to hire more people because um, CFL Vice President of Football Operations, Ed Chalupa, sorry, is overworked and underpaid. What happened last year with the Vegas situation, that's inexcusable. If that happens again, then yes, the media should rip us up. But there were a lot more names on this list. And that's oh the end my. of the article. Goodness, that's terrible. Unbelievable. I just thought it was a crazy story. Does that, that happen is a crazy story. before, like, like the MLB draft that has like forty six rounds? Like, do you call a player up and they go hello, and you go ah good, and you hang up? <laughs> <laughs> just checking to make sure they're still kicking. Oh my god! Well, you would think if you're going to draft a guy even in the fifth round, you probably want to have a conversation with him at some something beforehand, right? Or have seen him. The 90s. Good shit. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. crazy that that was just 25 years ago. And that sort of thing went on. Man. Uh, yeah. You know what we're starting to get is movies from like the 90s and the 80s that like look old and are made to look old on purpose. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do the press conference. Yeah. 
Hey, by the way, uh, Easter Seals, we'd love you to, to help us out. Steve, thank you for shouting it out in the video. Uh, I'm up around like 800 and, 869 because someone has a great sense of humor. I think you passed uh, nine, 900. Did I? Yeah, something, yeah, I looked it up before the show. So Something wild happened last night. When, Did yes. you see it? So can we talk about that? Yes. Uh, so I did. I'm at 9.59. I think Marner scores the overtime winner. He did not. Um, but he took the shot and bounced off Riley's leg in it. So I was feeling good. I was. I said, listen, I'll give you a shout out in the LFR if uh, you donate $16 or more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people took it upon themselves to do that. And they went, no, Riley scored. And so they made it 44. Mm-hmm. Someone donated 69.69. Uh, someone donated 100. Uh, where was, th- here, let me look it up. One of the most recent donations I need to find. Yeah, the second most recent donation. Ryan Birch likes Jesse Blake more. He gave you a hundred dollars. Nice. Wow. Adam, he gave Adam sixty nine, sixty nine. <laughs> nice. Thanks, buddy. And he gave me two fifty, so he likes me the most. There that's, you go. That's probably fair. <laughs> no. Uh, where is it? Yes, Nick Gould, who had already previously donated two thousand dollars to me, mm-hmm. uh, donated fifteen hundred forty two dollars and seventeen cents to bring me to exactly thirty thousand dollars. Wow. And that's just me. Wow. Rachel's Raiders. Are sitting at we're just shy of thirty six thousand. We're at thirty five thousand nine hundred and twelve dollars and fifty two cents. Our goal is fifty thousand. We are seventy two percent of the way there. That's amazing. So hot diggity damn. Uh, are you going to put the link in the description? I can definitely do that. Do, yeah, just I, do yours so that you have way, an unfair advantage. I, I <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely going to need some help because my number is a little ambitious. I did start late. Sixty nine, sixty nine, sixty nine. Can we can we get a push on? Can I can I? Yeah, Steal I'll throw your, I need a bit of a push. I'll throw your link in the bio. Yeah. In the description. Need a bit of a push. Let's yeah. get Adam to triple nice. <laughs> we need triple nice. That's what they should call our line too. This the triple nice line. I don't think anyone who's ever seen us play would call us that. <laughs> That's true. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. What do we have for the press conference, Jesse? Ah, we're good. We are we're good? two okay. hours in. We're, let me just quickly mention something. Uh, yes. We talked about it on Virgin Radio on Friday. You can see the video up uh, yes. on the thing. But um, just one thing quickly. If you don't do this, please check your credit card statements every month. This sounds ridiculous, but there's a reason behind this. So my mom obviously is a is a, uh, a a notable person in Canada, and she, along with Wayne Gretzky, Mike Holmes from the like the Make It Right renovation shows, um, and and several others, Ron were, McLean, Ron McLean was involved. Um, were involved in a scam last year, and it was a company out of San Diego called Ads Inc., and they were sort of the shadowy company that essentially would would buy a bunch of ads on Facebook because Facebook, quite frankly, does not give a shit who they accept money from. Not at and all. And if you saw Mike, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, stuff um, from uh, from Friday, he believes politicians should absolutely be allowed to lie on Facebook. Yeah. Um, uh, very, very quick side note. We got to have a, lo- a larger conversation as a society about deleting the fucking thing. I, it's I'm, evil and it's shit. I, I don't know if I'm allowed... Am I allowed to have Instagram without Facebook? That's the problem. Yes. You can have Instagram without Facebook. Um, I, I think they... I think like a my, business account. Uh, my swipe up, I think yeah, that would be taken You'll away. have trouble if you're a uh, business and you want to... So that's my issue. Yeah. Since you, you guys are media... Yeah. Look, we're all media people. We'll yeah. have trouble with that. Yeah, but need, as regular people, you can get rid of Facebook. Yeah. Yes. We really need to look at abandoning Facebook and, by extension, Instagram. Seriously. And we'll talk about a little bit more, more of that in a second. But um, what happened was that you would see these ads come up. And let's say it's Wayne Gretzky. And you'd see Wayne Gretzky's face, and it's obviously a picture that's like tabloidy. So it's him going, 
Yeah, yeah. It could be him making a joke, but it looks like he's angry. He looks pained mid-sentence. The the headline would be something like, Wayne Gretzky fires back at the NHL over these pills. And it would be Wayne Gretzky endorsing ED pills, like erectile dysfunction pills. They did it with Mike Mike Holmes as well. Um, And with my mom, they kept saying that she was retiring. So they would say, Marilyn Dennis retiring. What's she going to do now? When what was the picture? Well, I'll get to that too. Sure. So, so my mother is, uh, my mother is by broadcasting standards old, sure. and not and not in a not in a sense that like she's she's she acts old, looks old, whatever. In, in broadcasting, there's very few people at her age over over the threshold that she's at. She's been in broadcasting your entire life. Yeah, she's been on the air since 1972. Wow. Like it. So wow. So like. And and that's not I'm sorry that's not an insult but that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So in this particular instance, at this point, especially for women in the business, and my mother, God bless her. And this is all going to go into the book one day when I write a book. But <laughs> you're in my book. mother got paid less uh, for more work. My mother was told to shut up. Nobody wants to hear the the woman speak. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Oh my God. Uh, you you wouldn't believe some of the things that happened, and she'll she'll probably write about it one day too. And now she's finally at the stage where the the equality movement now is so front and center. She's at the tail tail end of a very very successful mm-hmm. career, and now this asshole company comes out and goes she's retiring. And you know what you know what pisses me off about this the most? Not the fact that she's earned it. This isn't some family tragedy or whatever. <laughs> it's that. They went out and hurt someone's career to rip off people who don't know better. They targeted people over the age of 50. And the reason that they targeted people over the age of 50 is because people over the age of 50 don't know the internet like we do. They're not internet literate. So they look at that and they go, I've watched Marilyn Dennis for 30 years. I'm going to click that link. And what it would do was it would bring you to a page where you could buy the Marilyn Dennis beauty products. So interestingly, this is where it gets crazy, right? So bear with me on this. I apologize. No, no. It's a ridiculous story. So if I'm buying the Steve Dangle beauty care line, which I'm sure is fabulous, um, I... It's just grease. It's, it's, they say, well, you know, Marilyn's doing this thing and here's the link to it. And by the way, it's only 14 bucks to start. Like the introductory rate's like 14 bucks. And then you can get to test the samples out. And then if you really like them, you can continue. Sure. But what this company would do is they wouldn't have an introductory rate. They would charge you the 14 bucks. And then later that month, you get a charge for 200 on your card. And every Ooh. month after that. It must and be you, a really good product, though. The products never arrived. So they literally just steal your money. There is no product. As soon as you register your credit card, they start charging you. And here's the fun part. There's no way to cancel because there's no company. There's nobody to call. You know, when you, have to, when you have a subscription service, like those boxes that Mrs. Dangle and Caprice get from uh, whatever that company is. Was there's it BarkBox? Yeah, yeah the, uh, not oh, BarkBox. I know one. what you're talking about. Yeah, there was like the, you know, it's the health and beauty there's, one or whatever. A bunch there's of a million. Million. It's the Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. one. My wife the had it. The one? It not, is it the Gwyneth Paltrow one? No, it's Kate Hudson or something. I don't, I don't know. think it's Gwyneth Paltrow. No, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't think it'd be Goop. No, we couldn't afford that. No. But they would charge these people. So beyond the fact that you've now targeted somebody who's Definitely at a disadvantage on the internet because they didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Yeah. You've also now charged their credit card and their ability to check the credit card, like anybody's ability to check the credit card is about the same. However, easier to check it on the internet. Mm -hmm. And if you're not internet literate, like the way we are, then you're not going to check it as much. And most people just don't. We're talking about people who check their credit card statements either over the phone or at the bank. Yes. 
So these or charges, they get it in the mail. So they'd go, yeah. wow, I owe X amount per month, and they'd pay it, and that's it. And so this company, they found out, and this is a BuzzFeed news piece. They did incredible investigative reporting. It was up on the screen. This company did spent $50 million in ads. $50 million. They spent that in ads. Think about that. You could have done anything with that money. No, 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 but, but think about that. Like, think of the good how you much, could have no, done no, in the world. How much money... money would they had to have made to justify spending yeah. 50 million in ads. And that's that was, the part that gets me. It was entirely on Facebook. The 50 million went right to Facebook. Do you know how many do you know how many ads you can buy on Facebook for 50 million dollars? Yep. And Facebook took it all. Oh yeah. They, like do they have to give it back now? No, no. <laughs> no. So here's the here's the part of the article that got me and it got made me mad. Again, this is not some tragedy. I'm just this is a PSA. No, no. This is good. In 2018, Asher Burke, the founder and CEO of Ads Inc., this is this company, Fuck was you, contacted Asher. by an employee who told him that they had come up with a new combination of ad, product, and celebrity that was performing well in Canada. That person was my mother. So here's what it says. It's this Canadian woman, Marilyn Dennis. She's fucking fire, LOL. Had never heard of her before, wrote the employee. He then praised an Ads Inc. employee based in the Toronto area for helping them come up with Canadian angles that cause people to sign up. And then this Burke guy, the CEO, says, scamming her own peeps, eh? God bless her. And they did this in eight different countries in at least five different languages. Dude. So please, you're, you grew up and your parents had to monitor your internet. To make sure that you weren't being crept on by fucking weirdos yeah. and, and not looking at the wrong thing, looking at porn or whatever else it is. It is now your turn to monitor your parents. Yeah. Because the internet has grown so fast. We don't realize it because we live it every day. Yeah. If you listen to this show, you're on the internet in, and, and you're listening to a show that literally exists on the internet. Yeah. My, but your parents don't do that. Yeah. So they I don't was, know. I was talking to my mom after this article. Uh, and she was like, oh, that's why I don't buy anything online and all that. And I used to tell her, oh, you know, it's a, it's a different world. Uh, you know, everything's going online. Give it a shot. She's not comfortable with it. I go, okay, don't. Yeah. Don't. Do not use the shit if you are not comfortable with it. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's a terrifying world that you have people out there who like, how many crimes is that, Adam? Fraud. That they're, they're they're photoshopping pictures. That that was yeah. the part that oh. that that got my attention. So there, when my mom went on a, a little press tour in Canada to say, "Guys, I'm not retiring, and don't buy these products." I can't believe she had to fucking do that. They took her shot from CTV News, put it on the internet, and said, "You won't believe what happened to Marilyn Dennis." Like to taunt her, and they photoshopped a black eye on her. Disgusting. And so to, again, to get people in, they should be in fucking prison. They won't be, though. They're gone. They should be in a fucking They've already folded the company. It's gone. They're going to be fine. They've made their money. They're walking away. And they're in the States. These fucking you clowns can't aren't going to be fine. Here. They're not going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Person like that, fine. you think they last long? Yes. No. no I think no. they'll be fine. I think they'll be just fine, to be honest with you. And that's the frustrating part. I can't tell you if there's a heaven, but I hope there's a hell. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, and, and, and relative to what's happened in the world recently, this is a small thing. But I just don't want your parents and your grandparents and your aunts and uncles to get ripped off. It's bullshit. And people in the hallways here where we work used to come up to my mom and go, what the hell? Like your booty, my mom ordered your beauty products and these are grown ass people. These are boomers whose parents had ordered them. And she'd say, 
didn't you hear? Didn't you see? She's like, I've been on. Do you, do you not listen to my radio show, my television, whatever, all the other shows I went on? You missed that. And people still missed it yeah. because you can't hit everyone in a television thing. Yeah. So there are people out there that still believe she's retiring. There are people out there that still believe those beauty products are coming or that Mike Holmes or Wayne Gretzky's ED pills are coming. And it's unfortunate, but you got to watch that shit. And, and it's going to be more and more prevalent because it was so damn easy. Like I said, they spent $50 million, which means if you spend, let's say your marketing budget for this company is 10%. That means you've made $500 million. Right. Holy fuck. Even if it's 50%, you've still made $100 million. So that's what I'm saying. That's all I wanted to say. And the balls, the fucking balls to not just do it, but then be like, nah, 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 boo boo. Mm, yeah. With the... Yeah. And Facebook. I hope there's a hell so bad. Facebook's, Facebook's becoming a real problem. And I don't, I'm all for freedom of speech. I'm all for, for, but I don't think Facebook stands for that. And oh, I, shit, no. and I don't believe that Facebook has, Facebook has a duty based on how big they are to society to do what's best. And they don't care. That site's long gone. Long gone. Now it's also dead. A lot of people in our generation aren't even on it anymore. Yeah, that's why they bought fifty million dollars of ads on Facebook yeah. because it's for older generations. It's predatory. That's why they bought out Instagram so they can get the next generation. And what'll they buy out next? Because yeah. they have all this money. After right. all, some fucking company that doesn't even exist is able to give them fifty million dollars, and they don't even recognize it. It was like when they when they said I'd love they, to know where the fifty million came from too. Probably they denied God the Russian what. trolls thing, and then we're like, oh, internal investigation. Oh yeah, so that did happen. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Welp. And then they got Oh yeah, that did happen. Welp. And then they got fined by the government and the fine didn't even make a dent. Yeah. What yeah. was cool. it? hundred million bucks? It's nothing. Drop in the bucket. Whatever. Even cool. if it was even if it was a billion dollars, it wouldn't make a dent. Yeah. And like like we make money off Instagram. Uh I use Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh we really need to look at uh just fuck this company. Fuck this company into the earth. I don't think that people care enough it's the weirdest thing yeah no, nothing is outraging people it's nothing because everything pe is outraging people so nothing outrages people, people are going through their everyday lives and like something like that comes up and they're like oh, i have to go home and cook dinner for my kid yeah you know it's like I, or, I or it ain't me right or ten, this isn't affecting me so i don't care 10 years ago that would have been the most disgusting thing i had read that day yeah that and then was... you sent it to me and i think that was number six and it involved someone oh, i yeah. know yeah <laughs> You know, yeah. like <laughs> you keep scrolling and there's something else. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. So anyway, just a heads up, monitor your parents, have the conversation with them. It's a bit weird and they probably won't always love the fact that you're lecturing them on this shit, but honestly, it's worth it. Just, ah, especially retired people. They're on a fixed income. Like that yeah. sucks. Don't be afraid to be like, mom, dad, what are the odds you know more about this than I do? <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you. Help me help you. And with that, we will end the show. Yep. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the time, guys, to, to talk oh about that. God. Appreciate that. I tried to keep the interruptions to a minimum. And Wednesday, we <laughs> Didn't will see you. Didn't do a great you. job. No, I did not. <laughs> Wednesday, we I'm will kidding. see you after a Leafs back-to-back. -back. It will either be really happy or really not happy. Or somewhere in the middle. Because mm. that can happen, too. <laughs> just no. come on and we're melancholy. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I just am. I have no opinion. <laughs> and atheists suck. <laughs> wow. That's what Steve says. Wow. I'm just going to take my list. It's empty for now. Ooh. For now. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle at Adam 
W-Y-L-D-E and at Jesse Blake. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness. Connection complete.